Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Drop Frames. It's Tuesday. It's it's we don't normally this is not normally our day, but there's a lot of nope. shit happening. Uh, so we decided to do a show. Zeke. Yeah, it's the end of the thon. <laughs> that is true. It did end overnight on my congratulations on my day off, as it were. Yep. Uh, yeah, thank you, people. Thank you. Uh, People generally know my my thoughts on subathons, right? But that being said, I am thrilled that you were so successful in what you set out to do. That is awesome. Congratulations! Yeah. To it. Thank you. It was. Uh, I haven't. I was telling Zeke because he he joined the call uh, while you're still live, and uh, I haven't had time to like process it. <laughs> I've been up for maybe two hours now. I woke up at like four a.m. I I randomly woke up in the middle of the night. I was like, I'm gonna check my phone. I looked at the phone and it had like a minute left, which has happened before, and it's like. I'm going to stick around for like maybe five minutes. And then like three minutes later, it ended. I was like, all right, I'm going to go back to sleep now. <laughs> and then I just slept till I think 11 or so, uh, which is the most I've slept in. So it was good. I'm free, uh, but I'm streaming again. So not really. It's it's the same thing. And I'm, I'll be streaming again <laughs> it's, tomorrow. It's, it's, and I'll be streaming it's again World of Thursday. Warcraft, right? It's yeah. World of Warcraft. Yes. Now that the thought is over, you can start the real end game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I all did you have you get you know what a reverse subathon is? Have you heard of these? I do. Yeah, it's where you do you do you take the time from your subathon and you put that up, and then instead of adding to the timer, it removes time. Oh my god! And I didn't realize that that's where they were. Be... I didn't realize that was like the meta of. Su- I'm not doing that shit. That's that's a no, nightmare. That has the potential <laughs> to be like way longer than your subathon. Well, no, because it would it would be the exact time that it would be twenty days, like four hundred hours and change, or whatever, unless uh-huh. no one subbed, right? Because the timer would take away from it instead of adding to that, or the sorry subs right, would but, would take away from the timer instead of adding to the timer. Oh, I was thinking the reverse subathon would be you'd have the amount of subs and you'd have to like go down to, to zero. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, that could be a fucking long time. Guys, come join the stream. We're going to kill my career. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hype is a little different because you don't extend the time. You take it off. So people are like, nah, don't sub. Don't worry about it. Oh, man. (laughs) We're on day 763 of the opposite, the subathon, the busathon. Yeah. There is a there is a subathon. I don't know what the dog's barking at. There is a subathon I think's been going for five hundred and eighty four days or something, like live today, even. One second. I gotta see what the dog's barking at. What does it add like an hour oh per here. sub or something? Alex, what are you barking at? Yeah. It 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 would depend on uh on how many like minutes per sub it would be. Yeah. Um because uh, I I I remember I did one for a charity thing. it wasn't a subathon, but it was like um I remember I did one for St. Jude years ago where it was, uh, you would, it was a, it started out and it would, and the price would go up. So I wouldn't be there forever. So it was like a dollar per minute. Then it was a, uh, uh, $5 a minute and then $10 a minute and so on and so forth. But, um, and it was all just raising money for, for St. Jude. And I was playing Boshi the whole time. Yeah. It ended up being like, I don't know, 10 hours in change, but, it was like nine thousand dollars, like that day. Like people, people just love punishing. Like yeah, yeah. Other people, it's that Schadenfreude shit. That is true. 
That is true indeed. Anyways, yeah, it's it's all over. What was, what was the dog barking at? I don't know. So that, nothing moved in that room. He just, dog things. He just found a thing. It was like, I don't like that. I'm going to bark at it for a while. <laughs> now he's hiding under my desk doing God knows what. Uh, Aaron's in Tokyo right now, uh, Zeke. So that's why. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Her tweets why. have been epic. Oh. What? Mom's gone. I know that feel, dude. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. God, the morning. They're just, just the, oh, where's mom? <laughs> she's dead. And they wander around like, maybe she's in the living room now. And they wander back. She's not. That's exactly how he is. Yeah. He's going to, to daycare tomorrow, though. So he'll get his, he'll get his exercise. He's been cooped up inside the house. Um, anyways, fun's over. I'll talk about it later yeah. on stream, I'm sure. Not today, but whenever I, I think Thursday is when I'll go back to normal streams, normalcy. So you're going to take a vacation or anything? Uh, No, I, I Final Fantasy is the vacation. Oh, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, actually, you know, yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair. On, yeah, on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, excited for it. Looking good. Reviews, oh, I think, drop tomorrow for that. So we'll see Ooh. how that goes. They drop, I don't, I don't know what time the... I, I don't know what time the embargo is. I think they all said Wednesday, though. It's usually 24 hours prior, so we'll see. That demo did a lot of work. Zeke, did you check out that demo, by the way, uh, for 16? No. Okay. You have zero interest in 16? Well, I have more interest in Final Fantasy 16 than I have had in any Final Fantasy for a very long time. Okay. um, Because it has my favorite part of Final Fantasy 16, or uh, Final Fantasy uh way back in the day it was uh, it was final fantasy 2 in the states and then i think it was 4 in japan or whatever yeah and it's when they introduced the 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 ridia i think it was named green the green haired yeah, summoner yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and she would summon these big monsters and i was like oh my god and i fell in love with that and i actually told the story uh on my chat about i my my very first like long term dnd character where we would get together on Saturday nights. I was like 16 years old. I made a summoner character. Like that huh. was their specialization class because I thought that was so cool. I, I kind of modeled it after, after Rydia. And this has most, like it's, it has a lot of that. So that's why like I might be checking it out, but I'm not, I'm still on the <laughs> fence about it. I'll, I'll wait till people talk about it. Okay. If you like the idea of people like summoning giant beings into existence, you one hundred percent should play this game. Yeah, it's they're like not to spoil it, but they're that is a major theme. Yep. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty. It's pretty. If you've seen any of the marketing, yeah, for five seconds, mm-hmm. it's it's all over the place. But yeah, it's good. Uh, we'll talk about that. I guess Sunday uh, is when we'll we'll do another show uh, this week and and talk about because that'll be that'll be what mostly I think me and Co have been playing uh, going into uh, into Sunday show. Uh, but before all that, we need to talk about oh. this Twitch news. Maybe not. Real quick to answer to answer real fast, somebody in chat. Uh, note: just like most Final Fantasies, yeah. you don't need to have played any of the previous no. ones to fully to fully fall into the new one. There are reoccurring themes. Yeah. So, like, there are you know, like chocobos, and you know, there's certain characters that show up kind of canic- canonic- canically, canonically, 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 canonically. Thank you. Um, that, you know, generally are different people, but are references to themselves. Um, most of like the big summons kind of are the same theme throughout the game, but no, in terms of story and characters and stuff like that, nah, you're, you're totally fair game. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, they're all standalone for sure. Get uh, Max for the show next weekend, dude. He's gonna be in Final Fantasy. No, yeah, that's, <laughs> he's, that's, there's no way. I don't, too soon. Uh, too soon, man. I don't think that's. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think Max asking. will be able to uh, pull himself away uh, yeah. from that. He's also he, he plays the games. I wouldn't say slower is the term, but he 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 searches every crevice and corner and cranny. So he'll be playing he for a also, while does a lot of multiplayer streaming even when he's in like a single player game that is so true. you know because he's got a, he's got a big group of friends that he streams with he's yeah. one of those you know social people. yeah i don't I, it's it's weird it's weird that's crazy i still don't get it i don't either i don't either oh man uh well where do we begin the reason that uh, we're doing the show on a tuesday is because we wanted to be somewhat relevant in terms of all the news that's been happening uh this past week and change um, there was actually Twitch news that just got announced. Too, yeah, like yeah. During our intro, the the content classification labels just got announced. So we'll dive into that. Uh, although from my quick perusing, it just looks. I, I kind of have an idea of what this is, but yeah. Where should we even begin? Because the, uh, there's Twitch. There's Twitch official news. There's partners signing for a hundred million dollar contracts. There's just like absolute. Uh, it, it's it's popping off. You want to start with that? Should we start with the sure. the XQC sure. has signed a non-exclusive contract with uh, mm-hmm. Kick.com, a competitor to uh, to Twitch for a hundred million dollars. Um, Seventy million base, thirty million incentives. Yeah, yeah, that was what I saw too. And then he later, there's been like info trickling out about it. A lot of, I don't, he didn't say what percentage, but he does. Some of that was in equity of Kick. So he is he is uh, a part owner or something like it's it's oh. it's kind of all over the place. Um, it's, well, I just thought it was seventy million. It's not. No, I don't think it was an all cash deal. I think that there was part of that was oh. equity and and kick as well. Um, so monopoly money uh, in essence. But uh, yeah, it's huh. it's been uh, it's been an interesting thing to watch all that happen because not even like. 48 hours after announcing and streaming on kick, he decided that he was going to stream the dark Knight. you know, the Batman movie and kick was like, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. Cause you're going to get DMCA, but they did it in a way where they didn't take the stream down. So it kind of like combats the idea of DMCA safe Harbor law. And so, a like, kick, <laughs> a kick admin went into his channel and pinned a message yeah. at the top of his chat saying to turn it off because it's a DMCA risk. Yeah. And then, like, right after that, another kick partner, Aiden Ross, streamed uh, Prison Break, the Fox slash Hulu show. And XQC was like, well, how come he's not getting that? Because that's like copyright. And it's just like, like what the fuck are the what the fuck is going on? Like, God, dude, it's it's like, hey, here's here's more money than anyone uh, normally will ever see in their entire life, and he's like, thanks, kicking the balls, like, <laughs> oh, why'd you do that? Why'd you do? Why'd you do? Kick, 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 kicking the balls. Yeah, and and I I haven't fully dove in because I've been literally streaming for twenty days, so I haven't like seen all of the things about it, but. It's just, it's just been a mess. I think the thing. What, so first of all, to talk about the deal like that, it, that deal is insane. Yeah. It's a landmark um, deal. I mean, that and is, entertainment, that is landmark. not just streaming. 
Exactly. I mean, it's literally anyway. like what 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 was it? I think that Ludwig, uh, big YouTuber, tweeted out like the 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 one of the largest NBA players has a ninety seven million dollar contract. Yeah. yeah, and it's like and it's like XQC has actually eclipsed that. Um, but I I will say it, it's been it's been interesting seeing how it is like on from his perspective because you can tell that he. I mean, the Dark Knight thing is a perfect example. He doesn't take it seriously at all. Not that he ever has. I think that's kind of his thing. But, like, it's it's very weird to hear him be like, yeah, I have all of this faith in the platform, and I want to be a part of it, and I want to see it grow. So I'm going to do something I know is the wrong thing to do on, like, my third, what, second or third day on the platform just to see what happens. I'm just going to poke that bear. Yeah. Like, on day two. Well, that's like, uh... what are you doing? Like what, like how, how can anyone take you seriously at that point that, you know, you're invested in this when you're instantly doing clown decisions, like, right. like on the, it's just, it's, it's wild. It's wild. And that was a big deal then that again, he, you he told know, his community can, was like, guys, we could do things here that we can't do on Twitch, like watch, you know, things like that. And we can watch other content, but yeah, it's, it's sorry, Zeke. What were you going to say? That's like the Aiden thing when he streamed porn, I guess. Yes. Like just literally straight up stream pornography on yep. his channel in front of a bunch of, you know, younger viewers. His uh, audience. The whole, yeah. whole thing is, yeah, yeah. whole thing is just, it's a clown show, man. It's a clown show. Yeah. No, I, I like to a much smaller degree. I have that, that little, like whenever I get a sponsor stream for something that's like, I did something last week, uh, a game that was like super wholesome like really like could have been easily on the wholesome direct and <laughs> i was streaming it and i you know it was fine but it was like they know who they're hiring right it, it's the same thing with with uh excuse it's like they gotta know who they're hiring and like yeah. they gotta expect what they what they're known for right like you know <laughs> like they know i'm gonna swear on accident probably right yeah. 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 Well that I mean that's that's the thing. The the idea behind signing XQC is to bring over the audience to another platform, right? And that's why it was non exclusively at least that's how they said was the he's whole still gonna stream on Twitch and bring his audience. Yeah. The best way to think of these contracts are they are leech contracts. That's what they are. They're leech contracts. Yeah. Because and, and it's the first time we've seen those. And the reason I say that is just like a leech, they basically like it's they're, they're a separate entity and they take their streamers and they literally as part of their contract say start on Twitch get all of your Twitch people watching you and then they, then we want them to watch you come over to kick start up your stream there and all of them will you know they want to siphon those viewers off of Twitch there's a reason and to to their to their credit it's really smart yeah there's a reason that they don't sign them exclusive to kick it's because they literally want to leech those viewers over to their platform and hopefully to 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 what they are hoping is they will start looking for streams on kick instead of twitch um, and also the metrics, the metrics say is not really happening yet so i think they still have to kind of keep going it's i mean the, the, there are kick viewers yeah but with the amount of money they're putting into it i think everyone can kind of see it's probably not quite as much as they would like there to be so you know well, it's 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 an interesting it's the first time we've seen it it'll be interesting to see how it goes sorry Z, go ahead no, that's fine. It's it's also like I just I just thought of this, and it's obvious, and I I, I t- can't believe it took me this long to realize. Like, th- this is everywhere. This story is everywhere, and this is going to be the majority of people's first time even hearing about this kick site. 
Right. And I wonder how much like advertising budget they have. And I'm wondering like, okay, we're going to pay you a hundred million dollars, but half of that is for just getting our name in everybody's heads now. Oh, there's no question. This was a huge PR move. Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. No question. I mean, 100%. the like, story it, it broke is, in New York just Times. as much of a, of a, that hundred million was just as much. So they could say they're paying a hundred million as they feel that there is value in there. Like yeah. there there's, they, they, they want to throw that money around because more importantly, I mean, think, think of this deal and then think of the perspective of the main, we'll, we'll call him the main backer of, of mm. kick. And that's a streamer named train wrecks and train wrecks is somebody who feels vehemently and personally wronged by Twitch <laughs> and a lot of the top streamers on Twitch. He is vocal all the time about his insecurities, about how much he hates these people. He, is ba he basically hates them so much he convinced Stake to make this platform just so he could go and, and do his thing on there and has made the entire platform the anti-Twitch. So going from that, going from that perspective, the, the fact that he can now say, we paid $100 million for your top streamer. Like, A, that's a huge amount of money. And all of those people that he feels have wronged him are going to be like, well, uh, how much do you want for me? You know, they're going to start. He's trying to turn the tables on them. My how the turntable. <laughs> so it's, it's all like, it's all, it's just as much politics and PR as it is actually getting a streamer and actually getting news <clears throat> on their right. platform. To put it bluntly. And for those of you out there saying like, they got endless money. Sure they do. But. Didn't fucking Microsoft have that too? Sure. And we saw what happened with Mixer. Like they, like how much, how long are they going to let this go? If it, if, if it doesn't work out. So we had a, a long talk about this on my stream. And this, this is the interesting thing to consider. Unlike Microsoft, there is a mm. giant shadow part of kick that we have no information on. And that is, and this is, this is very important for anyone that's following this stuff. That is kick is pouring or stake is pouring money into kick. And we know for a fact that is, is using that to advertise how much extra money on gambling is stake making because they're using kick. Because here's the thing. Kick might be worth it for them. They may be making more money on new stake users then they're spending on the 95 split, on the lack of advertising, on the infrastructure from AWS to run the site. We don't know, nobody knows except them. So it's interesting because there's been this, and, I, and I've actually publicly stated this in the past. There's this whole like, how is this profitable? It's unsustainable. There's all this stuff going on. There's a very good chance this is sustainable for them because it's hand in hand with a gambling website that is siphoning literally millions and millions and millions of dollars off the viewers of kick. Right. So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting to think that it could be around with these completely unsustainable deals and no ads and buying out streamers. They could be doing this for years and years and years because it may be actually making the money. We'll never know. Yeah. And I, we'll I, I do think that I don't know how long it'll be, but XQC or it could be making them nothing. Well, <laughs> XQC hasn't started gambling on stream yet. There's, there's no doubt in my mind that that's going to be a thing that he's going to go on kick.com and, you know, start gambling. That's that you could do that over there. That's a, in the conversation that we were had with this, I said the same thing. I said, I wonder if they're going to turn XQC into a two year gambling advertisement. Thing. 
Probably. And a lot of people in chat pointed out quickly that apparently on a stream with Trainwrecks and XQC, they stated publicly that gambling is not part of his contract. Huh. Which was very interesting. Yeah, like, that is. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. So that's like, I, I definitely, I was under the same assumption, dude. I thought they were just going to use him as a poster boy for steak. Right. And that yeah. was, that was why they, they spent that much money. But apparent, now of course, what one says and what one does are two very different things. Very oh, true. I'm just gambling for fun, you know, on steak.com. Go check it here and use my referral code. Um, but it's, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to see what comes of that. We'll we will. What comes of that. We will. It's, uh, I, I perused the, uh, the LSF uh because reddit's back but that's a whole thing that i missed is everyone like shut reddit's down Reddit and disappeared then, and then came back and then yeah. they were reddit was like hey now it's gonna guys... go again oh they're gonna do it they're they're going away again well no so so reddit shut down big big huge swaths of reddit shut down yeah um because on july 1st on, yes on july 1st they're throwing the switch to basically like outlaw the two many of the biggest api callers and and then finally Spez was like, no, screw you. We're not doing anything. It's not happening. So most of them got together and they're like, okay, well, we're pissed, but we're going to turn the lights back on. Mainly because Reddit also said, if you guys keep this stuff down, we're just going to throw out all the mods of all of your subreddits and get new. Get new yeah, mods. I saw that. Um, you know, they, 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 they did the D-Day. But on July 1st, once everyone gets these apps shut down, like Reddit's going to lose huge swaths of users because many users only access Reddit through those apps. So on July 1st, like huge 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 chunks of the user base are just going to literally evaporate overnight as these major servers fall. 95 plus percent of my reddit time is on an app called reddit is fun raf yeah love it it's been great i've been using it for years that's going away when that app goes down which it is it's slated to go down when that app goes down like i i doubt i'll use it a fraction as much as i used to um the reddit app, the reddit official app is garbage yeah garbage yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's uh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a thing yeah well i the what i was going to say is lsf was one of those subreddits that was uh in protest and then i think alongside this xqc news which might have just been a timely thing they came back online uh via the messages from spez and the reddit and yada yada anyways the the past like 24 hours have just been multiple threads obviously xqc is a huge part of lsf um but he just seems a little like unhinged, <laughs> like he's in he's in defense mode at the moment. Um, which I don't know if I got a hundred million, I'd I'd be sitting kind of like happy and just being like, "Cool guys, what do y'all want to do? Should we should we just hang out? I've got a hundred million dollars now, you know." Um, it's it's a very interesting situation to see him be as defensive as he is uh and, and you know clips of him throwing phones and yada 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 um it's it's been an interesting thing to see all of that in the past like 48 24 hours something like that uh that was that was xqc on the phone and he said all of you well that's uh, sure yeah he's been saying that a lot about a lot of streamers <laughs> in the past little bit um but yeah, that, uh, not only XQC, Amaranth, I think, also announced that she signed with Kick. 30 million? Is that, I never saw the, I didn't watch the video. I think, I think was it was 30, 30 million. Oh, I, I, I didn't watch her video. I saw a story on, I think Dexerto or something tweeted it. But okay. I, I want to say it was 30. Yeah. Um, but again, and, and this is interesting because now it's kind of like, is that like actually 30 million or is it like 2 million cash and 28 equity? Like what is, you know, what is, what does that mean? What is like, I'm, I'm very curious how all these numbers shake out now. Cause I wonder if they're inflated to be 
again, news stories. Yeah. And not necessarily, you know. Yeah. Like that um, kind of stuff. And and with that, I think Trainwrex, who who you already mentioned, also said that there's five streamers that they're uh quote unquote acquiring. Uh XQC was the variety. He he also it, the categories were like variety, FPS, MMO, just chatting, and female. So <laughs> female? <laughs> yeah. So female, the female, I guess, would be Amaranth. I I don't know, uh, but so I, wonder, I, wonder, I just uh, I'm not kidding you. I am not kidding you. Like I just was perusing Twitter the other day, and I saw a tweet, like a viral tweet or whatever, about someone saying like, if you ever are around someone who uses the term female instead of woman or women. That is a huge red flag. And I was like, that is absolutely <laughs> correct. That is correct. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, so basically I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence on that one. I still know a lot of good people that <laughs> haven't gotten that memo. So like, I, th- I think, I don't know if it's, we're quite there for that red flag. I'd say it's more like a yellow flag. I wouldn't say it's quite a red flag. Still a weird thing. Uh, anyways, sounds a little weird. with that said, we got three more. If, if train is to be believed, there's three more people uh that will be uh signing in some form with kick over the next couple of days uh or weeks or months or however long it is um so we'll see we'll see what happens with that uh i think th- th- there was another one Ms. Kiff signed with rumble which is like another streaming site and it's the same type of thing where it's like streaming on rumble for x amount of hours and then it's a it's a it's a leech the dual stream yeah leech contract that's a good way uh to say that um that one's interesting because here, here's, first of all, I've kind of followed the Miskiff stuff a little bit. Uh, not him, of course, but like the deal, because I was right. kind of interested to see, because he was the first person that, that did the Rumble stuff. Hugely, hugely poorly received. Like, I, I don't, I saw single digit percentages of people that were like, yeah, get them. Even, even the people that, you know, normally, yeah, get the bag, blah, blah, blah. They were just like, really? Rumble? Really? That's where you're going? So Rumble apparently has the 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 um, reputation of being like this giant alt right powerhouse yes. where you know there's a lot of people on there that have who have been quote unquote canceled for their various things. They kind of Banned end up on Rumble on YouTube. Um, well. But the thing that I think uh, a lot of folks don't realize is that Rumble is trying to change that rep. <laughs> there, that's that's kind of the whole thing. And because I I don't I I bet you that he is not going to be the only person we're going to be hearing rumble from in in the future um i think they're trying to break out of that now it's going to be very hard for them to do that while still harboring all those people it's not like they're kicking those people off the platform um but from the looks of it they're trying to position themselves to be more of like an actual competitor to this stuff yeah that being said um they're going to need a lot more guns than they got now for that kind of thing uh and we haven't really heard too much from them outside of like Miz. so you know see what they can do but hey as we've i think we've always said many times on the show the more competition the better in this space like it it's dearly needed especially with the way twitch has been acting lately so yes yeah we'll have to see what comes of it absolutely absolutely um so that oh yeah and apparently apparently kai kai sinet signed with a for a weekly show on rumble oh so is it just his i think he's doing a show with i show speed which is another massive content yeah. creator yeah it's, it's not really like a, they're doing a show 
on Rumble. So it's not okay. quite the same as like signing them as a streamer, I think. Because Rumble, I think, mostly does like podcasting and stuff like that. But Got they're branching it. out again. They're branching out into more stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're doing a big thing. Got it. Well, that's all. What'd you do? That's all happening. What, what, what's the first thing? first big thing you do with a hundred million dollars invest it get a money man that i trust tell no one <laughs> like all of the above <laughs> quit this horrible job <laughs> i wouldn't yeah. quit i would just be like guys i'll be back in like two weeks i gotta go see a thing about a dude uh, i'll be i'll see you in a bit and then just like disappear. Go see a thing about a dude, <laughs> a about a dude. yeah it's gonna disappear and then like show back up be like hey guys I'm going to play whatever the fuck I want and not look at anything but chat because numbers are meaningless yep. to me now. Uh, and that's how no, I, I mean, the, and I think JP's right, man. I think that's what any, 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 I, I will say partially smart person would do. <laughs> I mean, you have a hundred, you have a hundred million dollars. You invest that properly. You wouldn't have to take any risks and you would make millions a year just, yeah. just in putting that in the right place for interest. Um, yeah, but and, like, then, you're and then gonna, you start you, taking that and then, you know, you're not yeah. going to do anything fun with it. Well, here's like, here's the thing. Even like, well, first of all, a, I would buy a million dollars. <laughs> personally, if I got a hundred million dollars, the first thing I would do is buy you to finally show your ass on stream. Oh, that would be probably the first thing I would do with my hundred million. Okay. Um, not just bad. to make that happen. Not bad. Little that side is deal. Then, a running thing that I, uh, running, uh, uh, open invitation. If anybody ever wants to give me $10 million. I will show my asshole on stream. <laughs> and that has been like, I've been saying that for like, I don't know, five years now, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Some, I, I, uh, one day, and one I will, day, I it's going to happen. That's a promise. A trolley, a trolley Saudi oil baron is going to hear that. <laughs> and he's just going to be like, really? <laughs> how much, how much did he say? Yo, wire it over into the, into the fun fun. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's yeah. uh, Let's, let's have ourselves some fun with this crazy it'll happen streamer no but uh real talk what i would do the stop first thing you're getting do, tears on my rolex stop it <laughs> i would buy the everquest ip oh and i would remake everquest in unreal 5 without a cash shop or anything like it and i would i would make like q up, upgrade all the qol and everything and uh that would be the first phase there you go then i would move through all the good classic mmos and make new awesome QOL versions of free versions. So we'd have like a brand new EverQuest, a brand new Dark Age of Camelot, brand new Anarchy Online, great, uh, brand new Shadowbane, an Unreal Five Ultimate. I don't know Online. if hundred million I mean, would cover on. that, but oh, you might. Oh, well, see, each each one of those would make like a, a, at least a billion, at least a billion. So you okay. know, I, yeah. So I would just I would yeah. just filter it all back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm gonna make you all look like shit. I've said for years, if I ever got like super rich, I'd buy my mama house. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> to, yeah to be honest signaling yeah i i honestly think like i give all my money to charity <laughs> i would my mom is a charity I, if you've ever met her you'd know oh oh <laughs> back and forth i would Here just i would honestly just do what you're not invited to my house anymore Oof, that's <laughs> I, just, I just i just uninvited you you've been too uninvited. bad get out of here i live in your walls it's true he sounds like a I'm parasite <laughs> um no i would i would honestly just do what shroud has done like he didn't make nearly he didn't make a hundred million but like he took some time off he bought himself a house he's got him a six thousand dollar chair behind him that he never sits in because that's what rich people buy uh he got a full iron man 
you know, he just has like small things that he buys. He's got like $10,000 Iron Man statue. And then he just continues that's, playing his games. And, like, hanging that's out. the thing. Like, like this, this, this actual topic came up uh, last time I was streaming about like, um, complaining and they're like, Oh, first world problems. I'm like, listen, I've been dead broke. I've had like negative balance in my bank account and not able to pay bills. I don't, I don't complain less. I complain the same amount, just about different shit. Yeah, everyone. You know, now that I am, does. you know, uh, financially, you know, comfortable, I suppose. That is, but it's, that is it's no the same thing. Problem. Like, we all buy shit we don't need. It's just different shit. <laughs> like, no matter how much money, like, if you, like, even at my, like, poorest, I bought shit. And I'm like, I'm going to use that. And I never used it. <laughs> like, even if it was, like, a nail. You know, like a ten cent nail. Like I'm going to use that to do this, and then I never used it. <laughs> yeah, that that is humans. Humans are always in flux based on their perspective, and what you're just talking about is rock star syndrome, where it it doesn't make any sense to somebody who is making ends meet with bills that some rock star who get who has millions of fans gets to do what he loves has all endless money. Why would they ever commit suicide? Why are they unhappy? What's wrong? Like, how could you be unhappy when you have all that stuff? It's all perspective. As yeah. as you get more, yep. what you complain and whine about just changes. You still it's complain all it and whine. It just changes. It's human nature. It's like, yeah. it's, yeah, absolutely. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like, it, it alleviates the, the, the important stuff. The roof over your head and food and water and working plumbing. That's awesome. That, that, and, no, and those are real complaints. But you still complain and whine all the time. Like, it's, it, you, don't, you don't all of a sudden become a better person. <laughs> when you when you get a huge influx of money, I know it sucks, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, 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 that's exactly that right. would be nice. That would be nice that's if everyone exactly that right. was a millionaire and billionaire was just a great person because they had all the money they need. Yeah, yeah, it's not how that works, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, that would be nice. So, yeah, well, it's interesting times, I will say. Uh, the, the bare the bare minimum, you can kind of look at all this stuff and just say like it's interesting times. I think. Uh, Twitch is just like, yeah, we're not going to do that. And that's what we're seeing right now is they're, they're done, right? Like they've, they've changed yeah. the ad culture on Twitch. That is what they wanted to do with their big contracts. And now they're going to try to make the site profitable. And that's kind of the and, goal. And what's hilarious is like, there's, there's two big parts to this that I think are, are super interesting to kind of zoom in on. Twitch does not take kick seriously at all. And they're not going to until they start running ads and doing sure. things of that nature. Because, because if you look at the metrics, if you look at the global metrics, kick is still, even now, even with the biggest streamers, like still a very, very small, less than, you know, like single digit percentage of what Twitch is. And most importantly, all of the people that want to run ads can only do it on Twitch because, uh, kick can't run ads. They can't run ads on their platform right now. They're not able to train has announced that they do have ads coming. But I mean, are they only going to be for crypto and state gambling? Like we we don't know what that's. Is gonna there? Be. Yeah. So is there a legal reason? Them. No, there's no legal reason. There's there's PR reasons. Um, there's also Aiden reasons, if you want to call them that. <laughs> yeah. Um, they got to like, fix oh, their, their content first. Kick has an image problem. Kick has an image problem. Um, okay. if you've noticed, there's like no sponsored streaming that happens on Kick. Um, it it it's it's an image problem. So it's one that they really need to work on if they if they want to be taken seriously. But on top of that, it's interesting because Kick not only is trying desperately and screaming into the void for Twitch to take them seriously, but Twitch doesn't even act like they exist. 
Mm. Like they're not making power moves on our on streamers that are still on their platform. They're still putting out bad deals as we see streamers getting deals all over the place. And and nobody. When's the last time somebody announced a big Twitch deal? You know what I mean? Like that's gone. They're done. Yeah. Um. They're they're and and what's even funnier is their uh their big CEO Dan Clancy was on a show a while ago, and this gets a little weird, but ride this roller coaster with me. We watched this a little he, bit. I think we did. And he makes this, he makes this comparison about what, like, I, I'm trying to, I'm going to paraphrase here. Just read the direct some, quote. That might be best yeah, if you just I, read the I, direct I, quote. The, the, the point is, the point is. <laughs> paraphrasing the, the, will get you Dan, in trouble. <laughs> Dan basically is asked, if there is an act that you want to do on somebody, if you want to do something to someone, and I'm going to, I'm going to paraphrase here. How do you do that? And Dan actually responded to this question. But the crazy thing is, is if you look into his response, it's exactly what Twitch is doing. Yeah. And what he said basically is, if you want to do something big, you have to start by making it really big and then reel it back to some place that's like a middle ground, but that's where you want it to be originally. And at the time, it's hilarious, right? Because he's literally talking about peeing on people and everyone's laughing and stuff. But then you look at this 70-30 split stuff where originally everyone was being told that everyone was going to be 70-30 split. So then they announced that they're removing it completely. And then all of a sudden we get this weird Partner Plus program, which is still going to screw over most people, especially the top streamers. And, the, and not even everyone applies or, or, or is, is valid for it. And then Twitch treats it like a massive win. And that's exactly what Dan was talking about on that podcast. Like yeah. he literally put their playbook out and all of these people are just like, oh yeah, cool. It's great. It's great. It's like, no, they got you. Like they, they just played you like a freaking fiddle. Like this is exactly what they wanted to do. They still won so hard, but you're praising them for it. Right. Yeah, the uh, it was it was wild. The partner plus program. Let's let's jump into that because that's what uh, you were referencing. Last thing I'll say, shout out to Dan for being so honest. He absolutely didn't need to do that, and I and I still I'm still baffled by that dude's transparency. Like in in terms of his position, it's 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 pretty amazing. Even after the big announcement of it, it was it the same day or was it the next day? They like jumped on the stream. I don't know if you watched that, but there was like it was him, Mike Minton, who's the head of. Uh, Head of ads essentially at Twitch. Yeah. And uh oh god, I forgot the the th- third person's name. She is the head of content, I think, the chief content officer at Twitch. I forget her name. Um you talking about the, the, the girl that replaced DJ Wheat? No, I don't think so, at least. Oh, okay. Anyways, the three of them jumped on and it was just like very much a Zoom call. Mike's uh Mike Minton's microphone and audio setup was very bad. There was no like lower thirds, so if you didn't hear them constantly saying their names, you had no idea who the fuck these people were, um, unless you knew who they were. And they just like walked through and talked about everything that they were um, announcing in the Partner Plus program the same day, which is wild. And it seemed like from what I saw, at least on social media, that like the Twitch employees didn't know that was going to happen because they were just like, oh, I guess this is just a thing now. That's wild that they're out there and talking about it so openly and up front and just like asking questions uh or sorry answering questions from the community right then and there um so 
I do think that that's kind of a cool initiative if that's where they're going. Um, Because in the past, it's been very much like we're going to wait and see what the community says for three or four days slash maybe a week. And then we'll put out a longer response that's very structured and, uh, you know, nuanced. And sometimes that worked and sometimes it didn't. But uh, let's dive into the actual Partner Plus program because that's a whole thing uh, as well. Um, Co kind of already summed it up in the sense that uh, what it is, but uh, the the bare bones of it is that streamers within the Partner Plus program will receive a 70-30 split share on net subscription revenue uh, for up to 12 months, uh, up to $100,000. The sticking point is the, uh, the qualification process is that partners must maintain a sub count of at least 350 uh, recurring paid subscriptions for three consecutive months. Subs. Yeah, those yes. cannot be prime subs or and they cannot be gifted subs. So you cannot, quote unquote, like game the system. And at regard. the time of the writing of this, it was worked out that 2.5% of partners qualify for this program. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what? 2.5. I think I saw that was around 1,000 <laughs> people uh, on Twitch is kind of what that works out to, given the latest partner numbers on uh, yeah. on Twitch, partnered streamers on Twitch. So, so in other words, not great. It's not a lot. Not no. Great. And then, and then you have to keep in mind that the top end. So, you know, there's, I mean, there's a lot of like, there's, it's public what a 70, 30 split is. I mean, they're public with it. It's about three and a half dollars per sub. So you, a lot of, a lot of top end streamers are very public with their sub numbers. Um, if, you if, know, you're, like there's, if there's, your place location does $5 subs. Yes, exactly. Exactly. $5 localized. Yeah. Yeah. So what that means is, for instance, is that the first, and, and don't get me wrong. Let me, let me, let me preface by saying a hundred K is a lot of money. This is money that the streamers earned. This is money that viewers give to the streamers to support them. So a hundred K is still a lot of money, but the premise behind this hundred K roof is if you sub to a streamer and he has, you know, 10,000 subs. That's $35,000 a month that we count towards this. So that means in the first three months, he would earn out of the partner program and then get a double-digit pay cut for the rest of the year for nine more months. And it's not like this is a double-digit pay cut going to feed hungry children or going to smaller streamers. This is Twitch and Amazon just taking that money that is being earned, just taking it and putting it towards their profits. So it is uh, like, that's wild, dude. That's the, the whole earn out part of that program is wild. Um, because is. they're, and, and, again, and again, keep in mind, that's if a streamer has 10,000 subs. There's streamers that average like 20,000, 30,000. There's a subathon right now with uh, Iron Mouse. She has like 125,000. In one month, she would earn out of this partner program by like three times. Right. So it's, it's, it's wild. And then every month after that, her split gets reduced by over 20%. Just off your paycheck. Um, which is again, that's wild. It is. Yeah. Um, it's, it is essentially after the 100 K hit, the split goes back down to 50, 50. That's the premise. The the, the premise is that it's 70, 30 to 100 K. And then after you earn out of 100 K, you then return to Twitch taking half of your sub income. Um, and oh, and sorry, last thing I'll say, no, and 
even though gift subs and prime subs don't count towards the 350 you need to earn into the program, they do count the against your 100K. Right. So it, it so it it's like this weird thing where there's like this sweet spot and it gets to a point where you're like, stop gifting me subs and instead tip me via PayPal because I will I will earn out <laughs> right. and lose That's money. what I was about to say. Yeah. I will lose money if you give if you give subs in the channel because it will drop my my ratio down. So please, instead of gifting me, go PayPal me or Patreon me or something else. Do not gift me money through through Twitch because you will you will screw up my ratio. Right. Um again wild it's very wild because like on both sides of the spectrum if you're under 350 yeah, subs gifting. it's bad uh <laughs> i mean in a way i guess but on both sides of the spectrums it's bad right like sub 350 subscriptions you're not you're not part of the program and after that you're also getting screwed so for the quote 2.5 percent that's the sweet spot which is 2.5 percent apparently of the the entire platform so not a good uh not a good thing and and i think this launched very quickly to like hey it's 70 30 it yay we did it guys and then you know a couple hours after that people were like wait a minute this is yeah. not a good thing and people i think it heard kind of backfired. 70 30 people heard 70 30 and and got excited and would see and to their credit like here here's here's where it gets even weirder like twitch has <laughs> ambassadors and, and many of them signed off on this exact thing. And I think even a lot of them were like, after the fact, like, oh, hold up. Like, wait a second. <laughs> like, this is, this is not quite the win that we thought it was. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, again, just super, super unfortunate. It's, it's the kind of thing where it's like, this stuff does not need to be complicated. It's being complicated like this for, for obvious reasons where they want to obfuscate goodwill while not actually doing it in the back end, it's really unfortunate. Like, I think I speak for all of us when I say we want Twitch to get wins. We Twitch needs wins these days. And it's just, it's so unfortunate to see themselves shoot them in the foot just over and over with stuff like this. Where but, it's like, okay. It's for someone like, uh, if you made uh, over 100,000, but they instituted the 50 50 after that, but they said, okay, we're doing that. So we can pay everybody seventy thirty up to a hundred thousand. Would that be something See, like, here, you think top top streamers would be willing to do? No. Here's the thing. Here's the <laughs> thing. Here's the thing. No. The, the whole Twitch, <laughs> Twitch, we don't help Twitch, anybody. <laughs> Twitch has proven over and over that we are we are not in the bleed purple era. This is not this is not a we help you you help us situation. Twitch is a platform that's making their money, and we are making our money on their platform. So this idea that streamers need to give something up for other streamers to get things that's ludicrous yeah that's yeah, ludicrous yeah. that'd be like your boss coming to you at your job and be like i was going to give you a raise but instead i'm going to give these three people a third of the raise you were going to get yeah and it's just like why don't you why don't you just do all of it <laughs> like like we're like why what are you doing like that doesn't know like we we've all deserved a raise we should all get a raise. like it's it's just it's it's not it's not we're, again, we're not that bleed purple community anymore. And and obviously that's not what they're going to do. Like we would never know on the back end, but it's like the exact amount that top streamers would lose would then get like communistic style distributed across like that. Just, oh man, that's messy. That's weird. And that would be, that would cause more problems than this. Yeah. Instance. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And we came up also, uh, this the, a while ago. Oh, America. 
when this was announced, we came up with a, a hypothetical number um, for like uh, if you're going to earn a hundred thousand on like just just static numbers. We just took the static numbers: five dollars sub, three fifty out of that goes to you. Uh, how many subs? Twenty three eighty. 2380 subs if you are doing over that then the then everything after that is 50 50 split so anybody the, you know with 2380 yeah. subs like give or take obviously because of every lo- month localized not pricing and month. stuff like yeah. that yeah. and see yeah here's the thing the premise is that if you have 2380 subs and you have that exact amount each month you won't earn out of the contract that's the premise but if you do at any point before then, and you still have a month left, then you drop back down to 50-50. So the, the weird idea here is the earlier, obviously the more subs you have, the earlier you earn out, the more money you lose. So basically the better you do, the more you get penalized. That's what Twitch is doing with this. It's like, great thing to tell you. <laughs> if, if you are listening to this and you're wondering, like if you have access to a to a twitch partner rep get in contact with them because that's what i did and my partner rep informed me that my current contract will stand uh until it's up next august like a a year from august ah you get to go from august nice my mine renews uh in 10 days and so i'm good till june of next year before this i do uh, need to say for full transparency that my contract everything that happens in the partner program does not affect me in any way got it that being said it still pisses me off and i still am loud and vocal about it yeah but i i I should probably say that for full transparency but i guess answer this for transparency or not it's up to you uh that contract will eventually run out will it not like it's it has an it has an end date yeah i am not forever employed by twitch no right <laughs> i'm not i'm not a forever exclusive that is correct yeah. yeah 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 um so that that makes sense um but yeah i zeke's 100 correct look look at your contract see when it auto renews if it hits before october 1st then you won't be affected by this until that contract ends essentially um and then you yeah. will be sometime in in 2024 and also, I, 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 the reason why I, I asked, I, I asked my, uh, my partner rep, uh, and it's because uh, I saw on the, on the little, um, I don't know, graphic box that of what uh, applies towards the qualifications towards uh, partner plus el- items eligible for seventy thirty net subscription revenue, and prime subs were not on there. So I contacted her and I was like, is, does this mean like all of my prime subs are going to, um, get a 20% cut? <laughs> like my prime subs, I don't know about you guys, but my prime subs count for about 20% of my subscription revenue. Yeah. Mm. That's, and, that's uh, honestly low compared to most people. You have a very supportive community. Yeah. <laughs> In terms record. of yeah. prime and, and not prime for sure. Yes. I don't yeah, know what my yeah. percentage is, but yeah, I, I would think 20% of all subs being from, slow. from what from the people I've talked to, the, the more recently you started streaming, the more skewed you tend to be towards prime subs. Interestingly enough. So yeah. like the, the paid subs kind of slowly collect over time. Um, but prime subs like are, you know, flash in the pan stuff, but make the majority of a lot of people's income. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's a wild thing. Uh, obviously, this hits October first. A lot can happen between now and October first. It's it's three ish months away. Um, and that when is TwitchCon US? Is that in October? Zeke, do you know the dates on that? Yes. Uh, oh, I don't know the exact dates, but yes, it's it's it's, it's in, in October. October. Okay, so they yeah. they could make change. I mean, they seem to be moving fast and making changes fast. Um, so a lot can happen. Nineteenth uh, to the or excuse me, twentieth, twenty first, and twenty second. Okay. All right. Um, and and the other thing too, Co kind of mentioned it. Um, but the ambassadors and the ambassador, I think it's a discord. Is that right? Do you know for sure? Is it a discord? Where I am have? not a Twitch ambassador. I'm not either. So I don't know. I think yeah, it's I'm a discord. kind of going off what I've mostly seen publicly on Twitter. Um, that has been very, 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 very active, uh, the past couple of weeks, um, from everything that I've seen on social media and just talking with actual ambassadors. And so that seems kind of like a first, cause I know like, uh, Mike, for example, C-level execs at, at Twitch are in there constantly having conversations with ambassadors. And like, regardless of what comes out of that, that's great, right? Like that's, that's cool that that's happening. Um, and, and if it helps facilitate, you know, future discussions and, and changes to any of this, they're able to give, you know, actual feedback to all of it. Great. That's, that's really good. Uh, I hope that line of communication keeps up. Um, and I, it doesn't necessarily need to be transparent as long as the conversation is still happening uh, behind the scenes. Because a lot, a lot of the ambassadors that are in that program are a wide variety of broadcasters, small, huge, you know, it, it all different types. Do you know of, of any of huge Twitch ambassadors? Um, I guess no one above like if 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 you put a, a number to huge, I don't know any of ambassadors above ten k. But I also think those people just talk to C-level execs. At least they talk like yeah. they talk to C-level execs generally. But I don't know if there's any... I don't know what That's the largest what I, like, ambassador I was, is. I was I was wondering, especially with the 100K clause, I was wondering if there was any ambassador that was standing up and being like, wait, I don't want you to take double-digit percentage of my money. You <laughs> right. know, like, like oh, hold the phone on this. Can we talk? Because I don't feel like there was any of that, really. Right. Um, from the, From the sounds of things. So... It makes me, uh, it makes me curious about that. Yeah. I thought Co was an ambassador of some kind a while ago. No, I was on something called the council, but I withdrew from the council. Right. Yeah. I am no, I am no longer on any Twitch affiliated. You can actually, or things. you can actually go to twitch.tv slash team slash ambassadors and see a full list of oh. all the ambassadors, which I did not. Wait, what was, was that? Twitch.tv slash team slash ambassador. Yep. Ambassadors, plural. Um, and it has a full list by year of people. Uh, oh, look at this! The ambassador oh, cool. program, ambassador program, ambassador program. Ambassador. They're all yes. ambassadors. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing anyone super super large on here yet, but that was in five minutes, five seconds of scrolling. So, uh, but you know, a lot of the bigger streamers have been vocal that they've had meetings with uh, with Twitch before. Um, I think Dan like went to Austin at maybe South by Southwest or something. and was like having dinners with OTK and, and all that stuff. But by the way, I've <laughs> this past months, kind of a blur for me. What was the thing that Twitch announced? And then they took back in like the next day or two. Cause all the people were threatening to leave. What was that whole thing? Oh, that was the ad thing. The 3% of your screen and OTK that they right. were going to leave the platform and. Yep. Yeah. 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 That was a, the same, that, 
that what, what should we call it? Um, that was the same Dan pissing analogy, um, where where they went super big into it and pissed everyone off, and then they were like, wait, 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 we don't mean that, and then they kind of half did it, and everyone just kind of stayed quiet. Oh, oh yeah, the infamous, the infamous. It's bad for you and bad for Twitch. <laughs> like that, yeah, that infamous it was, tweet. It was, like, oh come on, guys. Dude, but it was, if you knew if it was bad. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> to be fair, and and shout out uh, to Mr. Mike Minton about this. Like he was he was super quickly and overtly like trying to clarify and on damage control. Apparently, there even though there's a lot of stuff about it that wasn't great, the language made it sound a lot worse. So the problem was that the language was kind of vague, yeah. and with this kind of thing, you can't be vague no. because everyone assumes the absolute worst. So shout out to Mike. He was very public being like, no, 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 reel it in. And we're not going after you. We're going after these third party ad platforms. Like, don't worry. Like, it's okay. We're not, this isn't, this isn't even about you. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was, uh, that was just another, we'll say it's the first time that Twitch didn't have great communication on something. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that happened. Yeah, it did get reeled in. It did get reeled in. That was happening right before SGF kicked off. Right. Is I think the timeline mm-hmm. on that. Cause I remember I, I woke up and that hit and then I was streaming and like chat was like, Oh my God. Oh, OTK just announced they're all going to leave Twitch. Asma's going to leave. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, this is so react. What is happening? Yeah. It's just falling apart. And then le- the next day, they're like, everything's fine. It's all good. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to keep playing my games. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Uh, it was also yeah, so, someone bursts in the door and like uh, the cruise liner. It's like emergency, emergency. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. we're out of shrimp. Everybody's like, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. I shit my pants. Exactly. Re- real, real quick, so people understand what was what was happening behind the scenes. And honestly, like, I'm kind of on Twitch's side with this because what was happening was about to be big. I actually heard another streamer talking about it that raided me during Diablo 4. What was going on is there was a third party ad company going around. And they were telling streamers, we will pay you thousands of dollars. And then what will happen is during your stream, you will run ads on your side from companies we pick, not Twitch ads, our ads. And you will do this for minutes at a time. And we will pay you for that. Yeah. And Twitch was like, you are not getting between us and our ads. <laughs> like, absolutely. Like, Twitch, Twitch was essentially like, absolutely not. Like, we, if, if there are going to be ads on this platform, they are going to be from us. And, and again, understandably, at Twitch is, has become an ad platform. They have become an ad platform. Uh, over the last few years, we've seen the transition. That's where we are. They're a primarily ad-focused deployment platform. So for them to allow stuff like that, nobody, nothing from Twitch wins that. So they, they put a very heavy... Instead of using a scalpel to do it properly and, and with good communication, they just took an axe from like, no, kunk. <laughs> like, no, that, yeah. you cannot do that. No, absolutely I not. I wonder, so, it, it, yeah. it brings up a question for me. I wonder, like, because, you know, most, most, more often than not, we do sponsor streams for video games. But we, I, I mean, we've done other products like, like fucking toilet paper and, and uh, wallets and shit like that. Sure. Do they do... Sponsored streams, uh, PR companies or whatever, have to go through Twitch first and say, "This is our product. We'd like to start sponsoring." Or do they have? Nope. They can come directly to the streamer. 
It's always yes. through the streamer. Absolutely, it's all and and well, not Twitch's credit I again. Guess. The Twitch's credit. They they allow that, and that is something that they have let happen. You know when Twitch steps in when there's a legal problem, and that's exactly what we saw with Stake. That's what happened with Stake was because Stake was unregulated. There were starting to become legal issues with it being promoted on Twitch. The right people were taking the wrong type of notice, and that's when Twitch had to step in and say, "We do not allow these specific sponsor streams on our platform." But no, Twitch generally Twitch does get like frequently companies will go to Twitch and then Twitch will do that exact same type of sponsored content through us. But most of us have managers and interface directly with developers and PR agencies. And we do all of that without Twitch being involved at all. Yeah. And that's totally fine. And we haven't heard anything about that changing anytime soon. If that were to change, that would be a huge issue. And I think that that's what a lot of people thought was happening right. with that not so greatly managed announcement. They thought that Twitch was trying to get in the way of that relationship. And that would be game over for not only a lot of management companies, but like just a lot of, a lot of stuff that's putting their hands a little bit too deep into the pie that doesn't belong to them. Yeah. So OTK rightfully was like, no, we're, we do this. We're out. We're done. We're, yeah. we, we, we make so much money with this stuff. No, we're not. That's our business. Have that. yeah. yeah. That's our business. That's right. The reason, the reason I ask is because like, I, I, I you'd think you'd see more sponsor streams from um different different like varied uh like um um, um what's that there's an adult toy uh website like you can buy like sex toys um okay. uh lover's playground oh. that's what it was right or something like I that think, or I adam and eve adam and eve that's what it was adam, adam and eve. eve i think there are some stipulations based on some of that stuff like i okay. could not do a stream sponsored by methamphetamine like, I think, I think there's like, there's issues, there's like legal issues. There's some stuff that comes with adult stuff. There's some stuff that comes with uh, recreational drug use uh, that's legal in some places and not in others. So I think there was are it? some rules about that. Can you still mistaken. do one, one weed maps, like a sponsor yep. <laughs> someone for a while? Could have been. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I didn't, and but, uh, 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 Joshua multiple G. beer companies. There's beer been companies a lot of beer. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. Oh, was it? Does oh, that's Coke, right. Josh. Meth isn't a company person. No, methamphetamine is made by Methamphetamine Inc. out of yeah. California. Oh, they're a huge company. Yeah. Everyone oh, absolutely. knows. Absolutely, they're huge. Everyone knows about them. Methco is massive. Everyone knows that. Get, come on, chat. <laughs> Duh. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I know Weed Maps was was sponsored. You mentioned Josh OG. I, I remember them being a big sponsor of his once upon a time. I don't know if they still are. That that might be something that was ruled out. Um, and then Co obviously mentioned the alcohol stuff. There's tons of beer sponsorships. And um hard liquor stuff yeah. Yeah. liquor and or, uh, liquor lyric and soda pop and yes. have been doing like big tournaments and stuff america's card room tournaments absolutely yeah. yeah yeah so you know all that all that stuff is is generally fine yeah mm-hmm. no i i they asked me to do it and i ultimately turned them down because because we had this discussion before because it's it, the name of the site is america's card room and it's a dot eu <laughs> and uh, i was like that's ah, it's a little weird <laughs> that's great you love that you love that uh let's go to twitch's news today that hit as we were uh, going live with the show it is content classification labels now i haven't read this full disclosure but i have an idea of what this actually uh exists for um i would love to hear it i think that the reason that they're doing this is to create a, uh, what's the best term for it? Essentially. Easier searchability. 
No. I think this 100% has nothing. I mean, it's a it's a byproduct of ads. It's to create ad buckets on the platform so that if you are streaming a mature rated game, you don't get an ad for something that a mature or a non-mature person would oh. want to be served. If that makes it, did I say that correctly? Essentially it's ad yeah. buckets for like, you know, different ads on the platform. YouTube probably yeah. has this very same thing. Um, yeah. And so, so I fact, think that's why they, all this is. they implemented that like a year or two ago, didn't they? Yeah. Like YouTube made a big thing about that. Yeah. 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 It, it's a way to go to advertisers and say like, Hey, uh, the advertiser doesn't want them to be viewed by X person, or we want to make sure that our ads are targeting X demographic or whatever. And then Twitch says, great. We have these labels that uh, we're going to announce and our platform's going to love because they'd like labeling their streams and people can find things easier and it'll be a great way to index and search the website. But also we can run the ads properly and target them, uh, target the demographics that you want is, is how I look at this. I don't know if that's said anywhere in here. I haven't read this yet. See, every everyone wins. Twitch wins because they can be like, okay, ad peoples, you don't want your ad to go towards sexual themes? Okay, and the ad peoples are like, great. And then the viewer is like, well, how do I just search by sexual themes? That's all I, that's all I want to see. All, yeah. you, just, you just show me every stream that's marked with sexual themes, and, and I will have a great day. Yeah. It's a, it's a win and a loss for me because I'm, I have all of those things except for, uh, if it said excessive nicotine use. Tobacco, no. But nicotine, yes. So I I'm, I'm I check all those boxes and I'm just scared that when I run ads every like I run excessive. three minutes of ads every two hours, I'm wondering if I'm gonna get like two ads and that's it. Like I'm wait, wait, wait. running Hold like up. every time I push the ad button, yeah. it's gonna be two Hold ads. Up. Like, <laughs> what is excessive tobacco use? Yeah, I don't. So know are what you that saying means. that like if I smoked a cigarette an hour, I'd be cool? But if I'm sitting there like puffing like a chimney, then I would have to use a Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can you just go up to what you highlighted again real quick? This? Streamers will not receive suspensions for failing to accurately label their streams. That said, it is important that streamers use these accurately. So if a streamer fails to accurately label content after multiple warnings, the relevant labels will be applied to the streamer's channel and may be locked for a period of time, days, or weeks, depending on the number of prior warnings. So (laughs) let me get this straight. Somebody could like, Somebody could be told a bunch of times to put sexual content on their their stuff, but then they never do. And then finally Twitch is like, okay, that's it. You're locked for a year. And then they decide to go into like gaming or knitting. And then they would have to have that tag sitting under their thing the whole time. And then what? Then they're labeled improperly. If they stop doing that. So then the whole, oh my God. Yeah. A little wild. Uh, But this is it right here. In addition to helping streamers connect with viewers who are more likely to be a good fit for their communities, these labels also help protect younger viewers and advertisers. That is the whole, that should be the fucking first sentence in this whole fucking thing. That's why it exists right there. Specifically the advertisers. Yep, there you go. Yeah. And if there's one thing I've learned from today's show, it's that I clearly need to take up sexy knitting. Nice. There's a big demo there. Yeah. I'll Did they say when that's going to when that new feature is going to go into effect? Uh, maybe I just tried scrolling your oh. screen, JP. I, nice. I will say that. this. I will say this. If Twitch, if Twitch is serious about this, if they are not actually considering or already working on making it so it automatically applies that mature game warning to mature games, they're, they're asleep at the wheel. 
Because I, I think that that'd be amazing. Anytime I play a mature game, that little mature game warning automatically goes off. I play a game that's not, it just disappears. Like that that's that's a no-brainer. That's that's actually fantastic. Yeah. It'd yeah. be rough to try and do that though. Because there's I mean, for, for someone like me who plays no, a lot I'm just of saying, games, like yeah. I'm just saying, if if the game is rated mature, there's no reason that anyone oh, should be oh, in that yeah, category yeah. and not have yep. that rating up. Like it's just, yep. you know, you don't so yeah, like that that would be Yeah. Oh wait, it says that it's done. Oh, it does. Oh, chat is saying it does. They do apparently. Oh, I'll have to read this. Okay. Yeah. I'm again, this went live. This this got yeah, pushed live. Yeah, this just went live. But that's fantastic. If that's, that's the, the case, that's did, awesome. Yeah. GG. Yeah. Uh, that's actually great. July twentieth, Zeke is I think when they're going to launch this, or uh, that is a date that I see here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, gotcha, streamers gotcha. plenty of time to understand how they'll be expected. These labels, warnings, issues until July twentieth. Only result in appropriate label being able. Oh, so maybe it's already live. Chad is saying it's available today. Oh, okay. I don't see it, but maybe Might I'm looking at the wrong spot. Yeah. I don't. I don't know where we would do it. I don't think it's a tag. Uh, it's right here. Content. It's this. Content classification. So it's like its own thing. Yeah, right under stream language. I don't. I don't have it yet. Yeah, might not be pushed live for everyone. It says starting today, so they're probably rolling it out okay. slowly. Yeah, still rolling out. I definitely site. want to be searchable by mature content, vulgarity, sexual content. Like, well, I definitely I mean, want to want people to know that's what I what I will serve you in my channel. Here, let me. By doing that, Zeke, you're hurting your bottom line, because then that means that. Ads won't run on your channel. Do, do you care about that at all? Because that that's what I mean. They well, have said that in the article. It it means here's the thing though. It doesn't necessarily mean that less ads will run on your channel. It means that different ads will run on your channel. So if they if they yeah. have if they have thirty people that don't care about being run with that flag, and you only run ten of those people a day, you're all there's always going to be more than you're running. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, that's it's true. It depends on the and ads, I, think, I guess. Yes, I don't think we would lose. Well, actually, you don't know, right? This, but I actually have no idea. Yeah, you have I, no I mean, idea. I mean, you might, you might, you might actually lose money. Every ad is different, right? Every ad campaign is different. You, if they get an ad really for, uh, <laughs> is that in the FAQ? Let me look. Let me go look. Okay. Yeah, if you, if you get an ad for the Flash, right, and and uh, DC doesn't want to target a specific bucket. Uh, then it gets ticked off, and then that CPM or or that whatever is is not running on your channel. Um, especially regional ads too, because there's so many times where I run an ad, oh. and so many people say like, "Oh, I didn't see it; it's region based." Real quick, they actually answer this. Um, what does excessive tobacco use mean? Smoking <laughs> a cigarette or vape on stream wouldn't require a label, but intentionally drawing attention to the fact that you're smoking or promoting smoking would need a label. Also, uh, even licking in ASMR, immediate sexual themes. Okay. So they labeled that. Yeah. I guess you have to, right? Yeah. Will the type of content I stream affect my ad revenue? There's a possibility that the type of content you stream could affect your ad revenue. That's the first line. Well, there you go. That right there. Brands align their ads with content that reflects their brand values. So labels will allow advertisers to have more content to inform what type of streams to show their, they show their ads alongside which we expect to increase brands' confidence in running ads on Twitch. We expect. 
and uh, could bring new advertisers to our service. It's nice of them to be transparent about this, to be honest. It is also possible that certain brands won't want to run their ads alongside streams with specific types of content classification labels applied. I have to admit, they easily could have not even included that entire paragraph in question. That's actually pretty great. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're doing this to make more money on ads and it might very much affect your ad revenue if you classify yourself out of what these people want, essentially. Is that stuff you're reading on the Twitch blog? It is. It is at the bottom of the Twitch blog under the FAQ. Okay. And real quick, just before I go, it looks like that's all we've been talking about. I don't see any other. Okay. Editors can change content classification. That's cool, but moderators cannot. Okay. You can change your content classification at any point, even partway through a stream. Oh, if a, okay. Um, if, Yes, similar to tags and streaming categories, you can change your selected content classification label at any point of a live stream. If a different game is selected partway through a stream, we will also automatically update whether the mature rated game label is selected. So, so they go by ESRB. It does look like that is automatic. Okay. They are going by ESRB. I mean, the word mature is ESRB, you know, yes. trigger language, <laughs> I guess yeah. you'd say. Yeah. So um, So that, that does make sense. Yeah. Cool. That's good. I, I think that's a good thing. Um, yeah. This is, this is, Honestly, for like what Twitch wants, this seems like kind of a big step in the right direction. It seems like Honestly. a positive thing for sure. Seems like a net. I positive. wonder yeah. what do you, I wonder my what favorite. Like, I, I got I got to read my favorite. Additionally, many hot tub streams are intended to draw attention to body parts such as the buttocks, groin, or breasts, and will need to be labeled. Wait, what? Now, see, I watch a lot of hot tub streams. And I personally don't think I've ever seen any of that stuff or at least focused on it, <laughs> but I'll keep researching. You'll keep researching. Okay. Great. Great. <laughs> so can I, I just, I really want to like, I bet, you know what? I'm going to, I'll report back. Uh, I'm going to look for buttocks on the, on the stream text. How many things I come up with. Weird. It's a weird thing. I, I also don't see anything about sexy knitting, so I'm again, what do they? I'm, I'm committed at this point. Do they say anything about just chatting? Like, does just chatting come with any content classification? Or I guess is that so varied? I assume not. Yeah, like yeah, it's, it's so such varied. A varied. Like, thing. It, there's there's a lot of actually pretty freaking wholesome just chatting streamers. Um, so I mean, I I could see how they wouldn't fall yeah. in any of these categories. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's such a broad yeah. spectrum here. You're right uh, of of what is in the the just chatting section. So, um, there are no live channels tagged buttocks. Well, that's a tag. That's not a classification. Oh, right? fair. Yeah. <laughs> fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Zeke, that just went on your permanent Twitch record. <laughs> you just ran. <laughs> you now just have a well, black. We see here on June 20th, 2023, <laughs> that you search for buttocks. Can you? None of them. There's no, there are no streams tagged with buttocks, groin, or breasts. <laughs> well, you did the research. It's just a crime. You did it the research. I got this huge wave of nostalgia, like when AOL first came around. It's like, <laughs> I was, you know, 13, like, look up buttocks. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look Woo. up groin. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, someone in my ask Jeeves about, about about breasts. Ask Jeeves. Wow, 
That's a thing. That's a that's is that is that Jeep still around? Who owns that? I wonder. I, wonder I think Jeeves got bought. Probably. I don't know. It's probably, it's probably an AI I think now. He got bought by Big Jeeves. <laughs> yeah, probably. yeah, it probably is, man. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they just did another uh, Twitch executive stream about uh, the classification stuff. I guess um, someone in my chat yeah. was just saying that. I I don't know what came. Oh out yeah, of that, I think but... they said. I think Mike Mike was going live on that. If I'm not mistaken. Cool. He he is. Uh, He's getting out ahead of that stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, full full disclosure, he reached out to me, and I told you guys this two weeks ago uh, or whenever it was. If if he wanted to come on the show and and talk uh, about whatever, then we could. Uh, but I feel like if that were to happen, so much has happened between now and whenever that uh, DM came across, that it would be a completely different discussion. So we might let it simmer for a while, and then and then have him on. Um, yeah, we also tend to do like more direct discussion and less like. Corpo Soft talk your Q and a. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I, you know, but Hey, the fact that he, he wants to come on is awesome. If he's, if he's up for just candid discussion for everything you know. that I've, I've seen, I'm, uh, I'm curious what Mike thinks about the, the urine situation. You know, like what I wonder what he, <laughs> God. from everything I've heard about that ambassador discord, he's been very open about things. Cause he just has been in there, you know, answering pretty much everything. I don't know if they've he's been asked about uh, the whole urine situation, as he said. But yeah, I feel like Dan has set a precedent. He set a precedent. Yeah, he, said, he definitely <laughs> he got out there in front of it. I guess we we now need every Twitch front facing employee's opinion. We need to take the situation. Yeah, we need to take from all of them. <sighs> um, uh, while this is, I, uh, I can't wow. obviously reveal like the day, time, place, whatever, but. Um, soon, TM. Yeah. Uh, I have actually been invited to a dinner with Dan. Oh, nice! Yeah, really. Yeah, Fantastic. I will. Uh, I will be taking uh, your questions, but uh, but only while I'm live on my stream. So you have to come and <laughs> watch my stream okay. if you want me to ask anything for of Dan Dan Clancy. Do you? Like is it, he making? Man. I'll you be pay? live after this. Does he make I feel like dinner with dinner? Dan should be like an, like they should record yeah, <laughs> of it. <laughs> they should totally re- record these dinners and like, make it like a show, like, like Zach Galifianakis between two ferns. It's like dinner with Dan, dinner with Dan. Unless, it, unless of course the <laughs> dinner, unless streamer. of course the dinner uh, is over a thousand dollars and then I only have to pay 50%. Yeah. You should just make jokes like that. I'm sure he'll love that. He'll love you. I'll be like this Zeke guy. We need to get him a new contract. Like I said with my sponsored streams, like they know who they invited, right? <laughs> I have to admit, from everything from everything I've seen with Dan, he would probably laugh. He probably would. He doesn't. He does not seem. Yeah. Yeah. He he does. He comes across as one of the more one of the least corpo corpos I've seen in a long time. Like he seems like a pretty real dude. Maybe he's just really good at pretending to be a real dude, but he seems like a pretty real dude. Yeah, dude, I I really hope he's like like um um, who's the Virgin guy, the Virgin Mobile guy? Oh, um, I'm sorry. Real quick, the billionaire Dan Clancy is the CEO of Twitch. For those who don't know who we're talking about, yeah, we're talking about Richard action. Branson. Branson, there you go, Richard Branson. Yeah, I hope you like Richard Branson's dinner is like. Now that you've had your dinner, we're all gonna go parasailing. Let's go, choppers on the roof. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Twitch is the best. Whatever you want to, whatever cut you want to give me, I'm good. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Dan, let us, Dan at the end of the dinner, Dan flips open his checkbook and he's like, "So Zeke, I heard you have this on-air dare. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> you don't have to do it on Twitch, but I've got a hotel room <laughs> and a camera that, and a PC. Turn. <laughs> Good lord. Shades of rainy. All right. Is uh anything? Uh, Ninety minutes on industry stuff. Anything else we need? To, did we cover? Is that it? I've been covered. Kick acquisitions, random Twitch stuff, and stuff out today. Chat, did we miss anything? Is there anything else? We've co- we covered a lot today, man. Fifty Shades of Purple. <laughs> That's the name of the extreme. <laughs> it's gonna be my unauthorized autobiography of Chan Clancy. If there's if there's not a Twitch account with that name. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I think that's um, it. Oh no, wait I, for the for the record in full disclosure, we frequently stay away from like uh um like politics and religion and stuff like that, and yeah, generally drama any also. drama associated with them. Yeah. So yeah. We, we probably won't be talking about any of that. Yeah. Not worth it. Uh this is relevant to, I think, both of y'all's interest and, and potentially fans that have been wanting to jump in. Uh, the entire Yakuza series from, well, everything oh. except seven is currently on uh, GOG for $30. You get Yakuza in- zero, one, two, Incredible. three, four, five, six, $30. And for the record, DRM most free. of those games, most of those games are worth 30 plus dollars on their own. Especially if you do like even fifty to eighty percent of them. If you do, if you hundred percent all those, that's going to be one of the best thirty bucks you've ever spent. Yeah, <laughs> I'll actually say it. Yeah. As as the the big uh, comparison in my chat, you could get six, no seven Yakuza games, or a horse in Diablo Four. You know, it, you really you got to choose where you want. <laughs> or skin, or skin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Horse it's not, not an actual horse. It's not an actual horse. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. Horse, horse not included. Yeah, horse it not is included. It's a skin. Zero, Kiwami, Kiwami two, God. uh, three remastered, four remastered, five remastered, uh, six Song of Life, and apparently, well, that's it. I don't know if you get the bundle, but yeah, those are those are the ones you're gonna get. Yeah, that's insane to think about. That's a wild deal. It's All of those games insane. for the same price as a Diablo four horse skin, or, or to put it in terms some uh, degenerates might uh, resonate with, half of Lord of the Ring Gollum. <laughs> you could get twelve games for the price of Lord yeah, of the Ring Gollum. Like I think you're paying for the experience. <laughs> when you pay for golf like i don't the know price what... might be worth it if the experience is you know it I... might not be as long of an experience as six games of yakuza but you you might remember it longer it lives with man i put i put nine hours into that game i'll wow. tell you this like i watched cats in the theater yeah. and that is an experience that i will never forget personally yeah it's, it's well documented <laughs> I'm sorry, not nine, 6.6 6 hours, whatever that means, is, is what I put into Gollum <laughs> for. Transparencies, what a fucking mess that game is. Still nothing to report yeah. on that game, just a mess. Just a mess. That's, I mean, for 30 bucks, that's like, like if, you, if it averages 40 hours, that's 240 hours of gaming 
And that's just main series. story. That's no side quest yeah. stuff. And, yeah. and yeah. that is quality gaming. Like some some of the best stories Fully like voiced, in game. Cut scenes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And Good then deal. when you're done with that, you'll probably be fully addicted. And then you'll have seven, which is worth its weight in gold. Like that game's phenomenal. And then that'll get you ready for the new ones that are coming out soon. So yeah, it's like, oh man, get on that train. Speaking of Yakuza, one of the, the things we didn't cover was the RGG event because it happened at 11 p.m. Did, what came out uh, of that? Was there anything dude, that came out of that? I couldn't tell you because for some, I, tr- I tried to watch it. Yeah? I tried. But for some reason, they thought that it would be a good idea. The only, no subs, only English voiceover when I looked for it. Okay. And the English voiceover was at the same volume as the Japanese person speaking. <laughs> so it'd be like, <laughs> like you could, you literally, like it would start like just with a little bit of Japanese and then just become this weird word jumble of English, Japanese, and like you could pick a word out every so often, but then you'd hit a half a Japanese word and get thrown off. And it was i can't i I couldn't believe it it was i was i was so excited to watch it too because apparently they have some stuff about um they had some stuff okay about the the new yakuza and uh some more stuff about the man with the no name um which is coming out later this year so yeah it was it was it was it was bad i'm hoping a subversion comes out soon in which case i'll watch it and report back okay yeah my chat is saying yakuza infinite is yakuza 8 that was the big info but there's a game called yakuza infinite and that's is the that the one we of, saw? I think Infinite yeah, Treasure or something, I want to say? Yeah. That's what we saw. That's, I think that's Infinite Treasure. Infinite Finance. No. Oh, Lord. Wealth. Infinite Wealth. Infinite there we Wealth. Go. Okay. okay. And then there was also... And apparently a, it features... Um, it not only has our boy from Seven, but apparently this one, like, they're, they're headlining that uh, Kiryu's in it as well. Which is cool. Okay. Because yeah, he, he was in, in Seven, but not... I don't want to spoil Spoilers. it for anyone's going to play yeah, yeah, it, but yeah, it, yeah. he was not yeah. like the a, a, a big main headliner. He was kind of there as, you know, like a cameo. Got it. Okay. And there was also <sighs> a Judgment 3 tease, apparently. Really? Yeah. If Is what one of my mods just said. I don't, I'm only going by what they said. So if that wasn't oh, true. Oh, it's the first I heard of that. Yeah. Did it, did it have our, did it have our boy Yagami or did it? See, it's really interesting. I, I, there, there, I, last I heard, there was still issues with the Japanese with the voice, voice actor, actor? Yagami, yeah, and his agency and all that stuff. So, oh, there was no Judgment Three T's. It was it were we one guide? Was it no shown info? It was just a. We're working on this game. I guess is what was said. I don't think there was like a video or anything. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there, there is a uh, an article here oh, this is no this is never mind, a couple years ago i don't know i don't i don't see a lot of information about this so i don't see anything i don't think that's the, um if we could if we could remove whoever said that and flog them out back <laughs> the direct quote is uh quote beyond judgment we would love to tackle an all new game as well once the pieces are in place i guess so speaking not of rumors judgment three but yeah zeke what's the rumor speaking of speaking of rumors i just want to say a preemptive and possible you are welcome from me because of the rumors that Super Mario RPG is getting a remake. It is very light, very light rumor string. Oh, it's okay. like mm, probably not. It's, I saw. It's, I saw Chrono Trigger remake was trending last night. That, that was maybe because of Sea of Stars. <laughs> maybe I don't know. There is a Nintendo Direct that game tomorrow. Is so. Awesome. 
Oh, a Chrono Trigger remake. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. I don't, oh, my God. It might just be a massive oh. amount of copium, but I would love it. I'd be a fan oh, of that. I, I think I think pretty much anyone over the age of 30 and probably a lot under it, too, would be <laughs> ecstatic. Yeah, that'd be that. great. Chrono Trigger to this day is like still one of the most unique RPGs of its, its type. Like, phenomenal. It's so good, man. I'd love an excuse to play it again. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Uh, it's a, oh, eh, I'm, I'm not going to go off this tweet. I see the tweet, though. No, that, and that's the thing. It's it's probably nothing to it. Yeah, I'm just saying. I just wanted to say it just in case it is, because in case it is, that feels good. Yeah. It feels good that I have the power of God. Anything else you guys want me to play? Like that you need a remake of? I mean, remaster. Go, hit up EverQuest, Dark Age. You already played Deus Ex, right? Deus yeah, Ex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I need, yeah, I, I need some of that. I played yeah. some of that. Deus Ex Ramathon. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Be good. I hope that's oh really Kotor. Kotor. Although, okay. You know what? I think I think we figured out that two billion dollar deal that Embracer lost was probably for the the Deus Ex remake. So I want to thank you for trying, Zeke. <sighs> yeah, we um, didn't even cover it. Do you know the specifics? I mean, you're memeing right now, but what what happened with that? I saw the headline, so and I was just like, apparently there was a two a giant two billion dollar either acquisition or merger deal for Embracer behind the scenes. It never came out what it was. But it absolutely came out that it failed. And that spooked a whole bunch of investors because I believe they're kind of like, quote unquote, public and their prices tumbled. And it's been such a hit against them that they have had to formally announce that they are shutting down a bunch of unannounced products. They have like 17,000 employees and there's going to be a big chunk of them they're having to let go. Um, They have said that all of their current and announced stuff, they don't see anything getting cut from that regard, which is great. Um, but they did mention that there's like multiple unannounced projects tonight, even some, I think, small studios that are going to be getting sunk by this because they just lost so much value, which is so unfortunate because they just picked up a bunch of super interesting cool IPs, including Deus Ex. Yeah. So, I mean, literally there could be a Deus Ex project that's getting axed because of this floundering financial catastrophe that happened behind the scenes. And I don't even think anyone to this day knows, at least they're not being public about it. Um, but yeah. 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 Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Hold on. And thank you for the clarification. The deal value was unknown. It would have generated $2 billion profit for the company, and they had to change their projected income. So that was Got what they made them lose so much money. It wasn't the value that the deal was valued at $2 billion. It's that they had to they had to change for their investors how much money they were going to make. And that apparently is why they were like, well, screw this. I'm going to go put my money somewhere else. Yeah, we're going to go somewhere else. Okay. Got it. Good We're talking about Embracer Group, which is not a studio. They're like a umbrella company that owns many, many different studios. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's, it's, it's not even a publisher. It's like a just a big group of of owned studios and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else was there? Final Fantasy 16 on that topic is going to get a uh, a pre release update, a day one patch. Even after saying that they weren't going to do this, uh, it's going to be fixing a uh control flag issue uh which uh can make progress impossible under very specific circumstances an issue where the game could close unexpectedly under uh very specific circumstances they're optimizing performance in several places and fixing some minor text errors it'll be about 300 mb uh and they are quote very uh sorry for that <laughs> so when you boot up final fantasy 16 on thursday expect a 300 mb download um for the uh for the full game uh that was that thing uh alan wake 2 is apparently going to be around 20 hours uh they came out and made that statement 
Um, what else is there? Uh, Nintendo Direct is happening tomorrow. Uh, it's 7 a.m. Pacific. It'll be a 40-minute uh, Nintendo Direct. Uh, main, they said focus mainly on Nintendo Switch titles launching this year, including new details on Pikmin 4. Um, I will not be live covering that. I don't know if either of you will, but I will not be oh, really? up at that time. I'm going to be asleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you going to watch it when you when you go live? I'll probably check it out on uh, Thursday. Yeah, I'll probably check it out on Thursday for some like trailer time. Um, I'm not really a pick. You're going to do fan. that even with Final Fantasy? Huh? Yeah, because I uh, Final Fan. It'll be tough, but I think Final Fantasy is the type of game where. Uh, unless you're in the top of the directory or top three or four in the directory, viewership will be lower than normal because people want to play it for themselves. Story specific game. Um, yep. So the, the viewership bump from like a trailer time will be welcomed. So I'll do that first on Thursday. Most likely if I can, that's me now, 48 hours from now, I might just be like, Oh, these fucking review scores are crazy. I got to jump in. I got to play. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes. Um, what else was there? Uh, we were talking about Chrono Trigger remake. Uh, there was a report that came out this last no this morning, uh, where Square Enix staff have apparently been asking the Final Fantasy brand manager uh, about a Final Fantasy VI remake internally. Um, he was asked the question during an official roundtable discussion celebrating the 35th anniversary of the Final Fantasy series. Um, and, uh, the brand manager respondent said, quote, I think final fantasy six remake would be difficult. Final fantasy seven remake is not uh, yet finished. So I'm not able to think about it, but for final fantasy six, there are many final fantasy six fans inside the company. And they often ask me, when are we making six? So that would be kind of a cool thing. If that ever got remade, I would, I would be in there, uh, day zero. I think a lot of people would as well. Um, I guess it depends on what that looks like. If it's like a 2.5 3D thing, if it's a full 3D thing or what. But there's also other games they can do. Nine, I think, has been rumored for a remake for a very long time. Um, Tactics, I think, is another one that's been uh, asked about from the uh, the community for a very long time. Still so. never played that one. Tactics is great. You would. Uh, yeah. Did they re- love them to remake it? Did they re-release that, or maybe I'm. They did something with it. I forgot what it was, though. They've released so many games so many times uh, that I forget often what they've done for all that stuff. Um, What else in terms of uh, post-SGF news? Do you guys know the latest on the Microsoft Activision Blizzard thing? I I heard it was blocked again somewhere else. Yeah, I only know a headline uh, that I just read, and it's that it's been temporarily restrained from buying... uh, the company, according to a judge, that was seven days ago. Um, and was that? Yes, that was the FTC who filed a complaint uh, last Monday seeking to get the restraining order in a preliminary injunction. Uh, oh, the, no. the court agreed to that restraining order uh, while it considers that injunction. So, don't know what's going so, on. Though. Random bit of news. Um, Ascendant me. Studios, you know them? They are the ones that are coming out with that um, Immortals of Avium. Yeah. That kind of first person. Yeah. Apparently they just delayed the game. July at the the game. They recently delayed Um, from July 20th. Pretty good release date. 
to late August. <laughs> okay. Well, that game's DOA. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a rough period to put a game out. Tuesday, in. August 22nd. Mm. Nice. That's that studio's first game too. Ooh, that's okay. Isn't that like the day before Armored Core Six? It's When's a, Armored Core Six again? A lot of stuff. That that whole period yeah. is crazy packed. So there's a lot of things there that it will be uh, potentially. That's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah a week before Baldur's Gate Three. Two weeks before Starfield. Um, the day before Armored Core. Hope the campaign's like six hours. Maybe I'll beat it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like. It's going to be, t- and hopefully uh, armor core doesn't come out early. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be tough. We'll see. Um, I think that's it in terms of uh, gaming news, at least that I saw. Um, there was that Diablo four. Did you watch that Diablo four? What do they call it? Fireside. Last? Fireside. Chat. Fireside chat. I, I watched did. it. I watched all of it. I thought it was a, I, the content was whatever. And we could talk about the patch changes and all that stuff. I just love the idea that that thing exists to begin with. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was, I think, it was I think that one of the biggest bits of feedback, which sounds initially off-putting, but then when you think about it, actually was pretty great. Because I remember somebody in my chat during it being like, man, this looks so unprofessional. And I was like, yeah, it does. <laughs> it's great. Because they're not professionally, like, they're not streamers. They're not content creators. Like, they're just like the devs. Like, granted, Adam uh, Pez Radar, he was, you know, always kicking ass and being, you know, because he's a PR guy. But the other guys were just kind of there and talking about the game. And, yeah, of course, there was some, you know, PR stuff. Like, But a lot of it was just them discussing stuff. Like, it, you could tell it was so casual that there was, like, a serious two- to three-minute discussion on what was actually in the game and what wasn't. Like, they were like, like no, 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 that's that's in the test bed. Wait, wait, is it this? Or how do you do it? No, no, it's in the, we already have it in the game. It's in the testing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> which is which was kind of fun, but no, it was good. Like they, they, there was a lot of good information that came out of it. Um, I enjoyed it. It reminded me very much. And I don't, I don't think this is a coincidence. It reminded me very much of a Warframe dev stream. Yeah. And considering that Pez radar came from there to work at blizzard. Like I very much wonder if, if he was one of the impetuses to, to make that whole thing happen. Uh, cause it, it did, it, it was a good watch. It was fun. Yeah. Q and A's were good too. A lot of, a lot of good questions in there. Dude, did um, you, I thought it was, I agree with everything you just said. And even more so, I thought it was awesome when they did the Q and a segment co and they were like, by the way, these are real people in our chat. You can look up the usernames that had nothing to do with us. Don't blame us for all that shit that happened. <laughs> and I thought it was I'm, great. I'm not going to lie. It was so funny. After the Q and a session, somebody in my chat said, I searched for every name and couldn't find one of them. I don't know if oh, it was just really? one guy. Wow. I don't know if he was just one guy, but I have to oh, admit a couple that of them, I, I it was, yeah, and I, I, but I thought that was kind of, it, the whole thing was, I mean, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Ultimately, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's yeah. such a non-issue yeah. at the end of the day. I but, just, I love that they um, were so, that Adam was, were very, you could yeah. tell that they were like, why the fuck is this the discussion? Why is this the conversation <laughs> yeah. around our fucking game? It's some yeah. Sh- yeah. stupid. Oh my God. You could tell they were pissed off about that. You could, you, you could tell they were pissed off, but I also love how they just addressed it. Head <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. 
Um, next next time, Adam's just gonna like throw the cards up and be like, "We're just making them up. Who cares? Like, yeah. I, I, they're all my questions." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Oh That's man. Good. Um, and then like D four in general. Uh, I I don't know, Co. Are you still playing? Have you dropped off? It, it's in a weird limbo I... period right now for like people like us who play games for a living. Ultimately, yeah. Like I I think you know today there was a tweet from Lyric. That I kind of I kind of felt in my bones. Yeah. Um, I think I think I think he said it pretty well. And instead of instead of lyric, a huge variety streamer on Twitch, um, instead of if just paraphrasing, uh, Diablo Four delivered from cinematic reveal years ago to release characters, environment, sound design, abilities, all so good. But now that I'm level eighty, he played it way too safe. It's unfortunate it follows the relevel every season path and didn't try to expand the game further in Endgame. Instead, this game would have been so much better. IMO if it had more things to do than the dungeon grind spam they expanded the game in lost arc ways the incentive to continue would be way higher i may not necessarily super agree with the last line because i think that that lost arc did some cool stuff but also that was like an mmo and it had very mmo end game which i don't think diablo needed but i totally agree with the fact that there needed to be more fun things to do at end game yeah. um i played like what's interesting is basically after you complete the main game it, it is quote unquote end game but there's you know a couple tiers you have to work through and gear gear levels to work through but I definitely got to a point where I finished a hell tide and was just kind of like, I don't really need to do those again. And then, you know, I, I did like a bunch of nightmare dungeons and was just kind of like kind of petered out there. They weren't, they weren't different and interesting enough to kind of keep me going. So here's the thing. I had a great time in Diablo four, still loved every second I spent in it, but I'm kind of ready for season one. I think, yeah, I'm right that's my thing. thing. I'm ready for season one. In fact, they said the next fireside chat is going to be all about season one in early July. And, yeah. and I am very much looking forward to seeing what they're planning to do. I'm hoping that it will be a lot of the stuff that lyric was talking about. I'm hoping that it'll be like new fun things to do and more interesting side content. And maybe, maybe there'll be some more health tide kind of stuff. And, you know, they, they've got to put their, their best foot forward. We hope with their first season to let us know like, yeah, we're serious about this. We're not just tacking on stuff to get you to pay us more money. Like these are going to be sizable, real things you're going to be getting. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm pretty much done with it. I'm looking forward to season one. I may play it a little here and there just to work on ancestral. Um, but I've, I've done everything multiple times at the end game. I've killed every world boss five plus times a piece. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm good. I'm good. Yep. had a great time, but I'm good. I hit, uh, I think 87 last night um it was it was very much the game of like don't know what to play right now in this moment guys so i'm just gonna jump into diablo 4 uh and it was great for that it's a great just jump in and do whatever um type game and i'll, I'll probably continue to do that oh little interesting thing shroud replied to lyric and said i think the idea is the relevel path will constantly be changing within seasons and eventually will lead to a more fulfilling end game experience what might seem like a problem now could very quickly change and then Adam Fletcher responded to Shroud. That's Pez and said, Radar. This is pretty Pez Radar. Uh, the, what's his official title? Uh, Global Community Development Director for Diablo. There you go. Uh, yes, this is pretty spot on. This is just the beginning and the game will evolve more and more going forward with each season. The team has a ton planned. Looking forward to it and hearing more and more feedback coming from the community. Cool. I hope that's right. A lot of copium. Obviously, that's his job. His job is literally... To market copium, is the, that is the what chief is copium paid to do by Blizzard. He is chief copium distributor, Adam Fletcher, <laughs> oh, yeah, CCD, and he, and he does a great job. Yeah, he's a he's a great dude. Yeah. But yeah, he I I think you know that, that sounds cool. It sounds cool. Yeah, so hope so. Yeah, 
Uh, Zeke, did you ever jump in? I know you were kind of on the fence about D4. Not uh, yet. Okay, you haven't jumped in yet? Gotcha. Nope. I'm still, god damn it, I'm still, there's still a couple of games that are taking up my time. Like, god damn, that War Tales is a long fucking game, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's still fun. Yeah. It's still fun. But it's, there are so many fucking hours in that game. It is crazy. Like, and it's, it's just fun enough to keep me playing. It keeps it like, you know, you tap the feeder bar and they give you just enough of a food pellet. You're like, all right, I'll tap it again. <laughs> <laughs> sure. How many hours but, do you have logged in it? I don't even want to say. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> it's a, no, it's, it's a crazy amount uh, on, uh, on steam. But I also, it's one of those games that I just leave on. So, like, I don't know exact amount, but well sure. over 100. Okay. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. Uh, well, what else have you guys been playing? Um, I guess we can, we can jump in. Uh, Why don't you oh, guys man. talk about Final Fantasy demo? And I'm going to go pee. Okay. I could. I mean, I don't have too much to say. I don't really have much to say oh. on it either. You can go to the rest okay. of them, though. By all means, no, yeah. no, he can't. He can't. No, indie days. Indie days. Go for the rest of the time. Uh, let's okay. Go, okay. Let's, have to well, sit okay, let's there run down the list. Let's see what I played. All right. <laughs> go to the rest go of them. Okay, let's see. I played. I played. It's only money. I played only up. I played wizardry school. <laughs> oh, only up. That's a big game on Twitch. Go to the restroom. We'll talk oh, about yes. it afterwards. I want to yeah, hear about okay. only up. Um, yeah. The, the demo came out. Uh, it's very interesting to like, I can't think of a game that has had a demo come out that has had as big of an impact as that demo has had. I've seen, there's so many, like one, just people saying like, yeah, I wasn't really in, I played the demo. Now I bought that game immediately. They saw streams of people playing it. Like, yeah, I wasn't really in. I saw that game being played. Now I'm a hundred percent buying it. I got, I bought a PlayStation. I got the final fantasy 16 bundle for a PlayStation, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I just saw countless articles of, like, yeah, this demo is, like, a masterclass in marketing and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's, they're getting universal praise for putting the demo out. And to also, be fair, it was a really good demo. Like, it was really it good. Not only is it a fantastic demo, but it showcases a lot of the core mechanics, ends at such an incredible part. Yes. And most importantly, I, I guarantee you, and I, and I would almost be interested to know from chat how many people that this was what rolled it over for you brilliant move for it to carry over to the live version mm. because so often people don't want to touch demos because they they either know they're just going to spoil it and they're going to have to do it all again in the live version and stuff like that but the only reason i streamed it was because i knew like okay i'm i'm picking up the second from this ends like back into the live and yeah i'm seeing in chat so many people right now um we're, we're saying that's why they played it too yeah and it's kind of like that's 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 just smart man that's just that's really really smart um like it's it's wild how few companies do that granted it's not easy to do generally because you basically have to release a vertical slice of your game right uh, and then stand behind it so like that was uh it was a brilliant move yeah it was really good yeah yeah uh combat was fun they, they even included like a after you finish the prologue, there's like, and I didn't play it, but because uh, I, I wanted either. to like see all that stuff on my own and, and discover it all. But it's like a, they basically like level your character up and you get access to more abilities, I think is what it was. And you run through the same combat uh, arenas with just different mobs, I think is, is how it. I want to explore all yeah. that myself. Same. I don't want to see anything. I didn't see any of it from people that played it. Uh, they said it was great and they're super excited about the system. 
um, combat wise. Uh, and, and like demo wise, I thought it was great. It was, uh, they weren't kidding. Like it's a very dark game. Um, I think all final oh, fantasies God. really, when you look at the story content are dark, but like the, this the one game was of Thrones, overtly dark. Yeah. The game of this Thrones, one, this one didn't comparisons are not lost. Yeah. 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 This, I felt like this is one of the first ones that kind of like made a lot of that stuff surface level. They, yes. they wouldn't, they didn't try to hide it or obfuscate it in any way. Yeah. Um, and I think that leads hugely the, the impact that it had, which was a lot. Yes. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Just like you said, there's a lot of really dark themes that happen in the others, but a lot of it is like either inferred or may not happen on the screen and stuff like that. Like it's kind of like that, that in inferred level of, of that, but this one just puts it all right there for you to deal with right in front of you. Yeah. Sorry. I'm looking at this 3d ad that's in Tokyo. Um, these things are kind of cool. I just wanted to see what they did, but you're, you're hundred percent correct. Very excited for it. I think, uh, I, I hope it does well, right? Like I'm, there's a weird part of me that's like always cheering Yoshi P on, um, and, and wants him he's, to succeed. He's just a great dev, man. Yeah, he just Absolutely. seems like really, he's just a great dev, really good dev, really good guy. Um, and the very passionate dev. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and Sokin as well, yeah. uh, is right there. Uh, I'm always cheering him. The, the game composer, um, the music man, as it were. Um, and the music was a standout from that demo. Uh, and we only got like maybe four or five, uh, different, different bits. So, It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to reviews tomorrow um, to hopefully sing the praises of the game. And then Thursday, we'll uh, we'll jump in with the rest of the world. Should be good. Zeke. Yo. I know you're playing uh, Q Remastered. I played a lot of that uh, on uh, on my subathon. It was that game's it, a hell of my, a fucking uh, game, man. Dude, it's it's been my go to like, you know, I, I like if I have like an hour or half an hour left of the stream or of my normal stream time or whatever. And I feel like I don't want to shut down the stream yet. That's been my go-to. Like I used to do like that kingdom game and then I used to use your words. Now it's been just Q remastered and just like trying to beat the levels. And, and it's like, it's a backseaty kind of game, but like, it's hard to backseat. It's very hard. Um, Unless there's like a, a super um, like easy trick that you're just not seeing it's difficult like to see like okay because a lot of them are, are it's, it's a physics it's all a physics based game and it's just you know do do this goal on this one the square and the only thing you can draw whatever you want but the lines are super thick and once you let go of the mouse there's gravity and it's just it's just a i love it because it's it's it reminds me of like like scribble knots and stuff like that where um you can like it, the only limit is like what you can think of to f- how how to finish the game you know yeah um and this is not me drawing by the way this is the this is the steam <laughs> demo yeah 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 yeah, yeah. this steam, is the steam, steam demo uh, uh, yeah of the game yeah um and th- this this is basically it like take take that pink ball out of the cup that is your goal and you have to figure out how to do it with with like you drop stuff or you have leverage or you know like that like a swing uh, a pendulum something like that yeah and it's just it's so much fun to to when you figure it out you're like oh shit and a lot of times it is a super easy answer like like this particular one to get the ball out of the cup one once i figured out how to do it i was like man 
That is way fucking easier than I was making it. And that happens all the time in this game. And it's such a simple idea, but it's so enticing because they have so many different levels and different like goals and stuff. And currently, um, if you if you play the game or watch JP play it, I'm on the turtle. Yeah, and there's a Chatty's there's on a the turtle. giant turtle, remember the turtle in the middle of the screen, like the Blade Runner, you know, Voight Kampf test. Like there's a tortoise on its back. How do you get the tortoise on its feet? And it's fucking wrecking my brain right now. And it's so it's like I've tried so many different things, and like it's a lot of it is like okay, I feel like I can get it if I can get this thing to swing properly, or you know whatever yeah um and it's just it's just it's just a, a really fun time waster and uh I, I mean i say time waster because there's no there, obviously there's no story or anything it's just puzzle after puzzle after puzzle and i just i'm i'm into that shit so yeah it was great uh q remastered is the name of the game and how much is it eight is it, bucks it's yeah nine bucks. It. Yeah. there's 1200 levels in it it's 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 worth it like 1200 levels it's crazy God. Yeah, and that seems like that seems like they're lying about that. But I mean, no, with a simple concept <laughs> like that, there probably is. Yeah, and I'm I, I think I don't even know how many I've completed. Um, let's I've see. done maybe two hundred, maybe. Um, let's see. There's twenty, forty, sixty, eighty. I've done. A hundred and it looks like it looks like a hundred and eleven. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's it's great. It's a I hell of a game. Uh, really, yeah. it's it's such a simple game. Uh, and I think Co's played it on stream as well. Um, yeah, if you have anything time to, with to it. it, it's it's. I uh, played it while drinking. Do not recommend. That's not. Uh, I played it while severely <laughs> under sleeping. I do not recommend that either. Man, <laughs> ignore it. Yeah, nor do I recommend playing it with a friend and having only one person being able to draw and trying to explain to the other person exactly what you want them to draw, Gassy Mexico. Oh, was that was that yeah. how you guys did the co-op? Yeah. Was only yeah, one yeah. person can draw. Okay. God, that, makes the old brain pan hurt. That was a fucking mess as well. Uh, we, we got agitated at each other. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it, yeah. It's eight bucks. If, if you're looking for a game you can literally jump into for five minutes and then just close it and do that. 1200 times yeah it's worth checking out. yeah it's it's one of those modular games that you can just keep coming back to if you have a few minutes yeah yeah like it, it i think it's on mobile but i'm not positive but i think it is it totally could be. um yeah so yeah it's 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 definitely like a a, a bathroom game <laughs> if you're that kind of person yeah it's really good uh one of the other things that's kind of been blown up this past week uh zeke you mentioned it you played on indie saturday is a game called only yep. up uh this is kind of uh getting over it esque um on Twitch. Well, very much so. Yeah, and, and dude, my number shot up yeah. when I put that in as my as my game title. I had no idea like the following of this game. And yes, it's very much like Let me get uh, uh uh getting over it. It's like um um jump king yeah. in the same kind of vein. It's like one mistake and you go back a long way and people are just on the edge of their seats watching you play this and what makes it <laughs> and it's unfair because what makes it like difficult is not necessarily like that it's 3d platforming it's that it's the controls are not precise 
there it's it's floaty it's um it's kind of uh, uh, uh quirky on how like the the grab and pull up mechanic works because sometimes it'll like the collision of it it'll it'll like you'll jump too high and hit your waist when you need to hit like you know your nipple level or whatever to like do the vault yeah and you'll hit your waist and you'll like rub off the side and go and fall off and you're just like motherfucker dude really <laughs> it's like i obviously nailed that jump i am well within like and you just go because the collision doesn't doesn't hit in and then you're far enough away from it where it just goes and you just fall off and you fall all the way down again and in particular in particular fuck this section because this <laughs> section it's just it's it's not super difficult but you have to go slow on this one i mean you don't have to but it behooves you to go slow on this one uh because of the curved pipe aspect of it mm. and it's just a, every time you fall down you're like god i gotta do the fucking pipe section again and you just gotta go up this spiral curved pipe surface and it's just dumb and it just like takes like like this this section of the game like screeches everything to a halt. But I mean, once you get the hang of the controls and how floaty it is, oh 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 speaking of controls, let's talk about camera. Um they fucking the fucking default camera of this thing. This is the player, this is the camera. You can move the camera to exactly where you want it, but the fucking default is 20 degrees off. So if you want to go straight, if you if you have the default camera on and you want and you press forward, you'll go this way and you'll fucking fall off shit. That's a choice, 100%. That's, <laughs> That's on so purpose. dumb. <laughs> That's by God. design. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. by design. And this jump, this jump in particular, I don't know if this is the time, but this surface is so like it's it's more precise than any of the other surfaces because it's the top is round yeah so you'll do the exact same thing that i was talking about you'll jump and you'll go and you won't catch the ledge and you'll fall all the way down and it's fucking dumb (laughs) um but but once you get the hang of it and you know what like what the game expects of you meaning like you you kind of like adjust for its quirks it's way easier than uh getting over it or or it's it's less less um it's more it's getting over it i could never get it i didn't get it i never got it because it's you control it with the mouse Hmm. and i never could fucking figure that out this one is a little bit more uh, accurate as far as like what you want to do and stuff. And Got yes, and to answer someone's question, did, did I try the bed? I tried it one time and, I, and I, I actually bounced up to a higher level. And I was like, oh, that's what the beds do. I'll never do them again. Um, so yeah, don't yeah, they're like play skips. this. Just, just avoid the beds. Yeah. Um, because they're, they're too dangerous to be worth it. They're skips. Right? Um, Unless you're a speedrunner. Uh, but all that said, this game, I mean, it was fun. And I, I, I probably will go back to it, you know, every once in a while to see how, see how high I can get. But I did actually, like, I don't know, 
my fourth or fifth like true run i guess a, a run where i didn't die like in the first you know sections i got pretty goddamn far like if you added up the sections that i had made it to previously i like three times further uh on my my next run because i kind of got the mechanics i kind of got the camera um and i do like how in certain sections of the game they put new shit in there to fuck with you so it's not just all climbing and stuff there are there are certain sections of the game where um they like put they blind you on purpose and even the announcer says like this is what people who uh are are um visually impaired this is what they see and it's just a big like lens flare in the middle of the screen huh. and you have to like navigate uh with that in your face the whole time um so i like that i like that they add new challenge like uh, uh mechanics and stuff like that yeah um the other the one other thing that i didn't like and i'm sure like all this stuff is i'm gonna say almost positively a choice by the developers it is silent 90 percent of the time oh there's no game like, audio no music oh. there i mean there's game audio like there's footsteps like you but it's like wind like light gentle breeze uh sound effects the music is only in like very tiny sections of climbing the rest of it is just super like lonely and solitary and probably on purpose and the reason why i say that is because you get to certain sections of the game and they're like remember when dad left you when you were four years old and shit like that they introduced like some heavy shit story elements to it like you're not expecting yeah it's like yeah it doesn't mean that you know your dad didn't love you or you're not loved or something like that you're like what the fuck are you doing (laughs) you're crushing my emotions right now i'm trying to climb this thing (laughs) nice yeah but yeah i mean all in all it's a very fun game and i can i completely understand why it's a, a a treat to watch for people because it's edge of your seat the whole time like you could i mean save save sections like this when you know it's an auto scroll and it just like you know tells you story and stuff but once you start climbing again it's you know any missed jump is a huge time loss and it's edge of your seat the whole time like even playing the game like when you when i got to this section even though i was on the cart i was still it was my first time on it so i was still waiting for a time when i had to jump to avoid like being knocked off or something yeah exactly so i was just like (laughs) and then i got to this section and uh, and you know you get to these platform sections and you're just uh, and it's a huge like you feel your shoulders relax a little bit and then you take a deep breath and then you're like all right on onward <laughs> on we march yeah and yeah it's 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 really fun but it's also like it's got mixed reviews on steam and i understand why i mean it's an asset dump right like it's yeah. U, it's ue5 i think and everything in the game is just from the ue5 asset store right yeah. like there's yeah. they, they they just stack that shit up <laughs> and that's that's what you're climbing uh is is all of that um i've seen some really i haven't watched much i've I've caught a handful of clips uh but there's some crazy stuff later on i think where like they make the floors uh invisible and so you just have to guess like where the floor is or fall 
uh, yeah. that type yeah. of shit. And it's like a maze. Yeah. Oh, that's that's rude. Yeah, it's just just yeah. really rude things to do yeah. uh, in these type of it's, games. Yeah, it's trial and error stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's a little the other thing. The other thing I, I I would like to mention, and it's a it's you know different than like a, a, a there's a bigger difference than in other games of its ilk. You can choose different paths as you go up. They basically it's it's like it's like this and then two paths and then they come back together one path and then two or you know however many different paths blah, 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 but they come back together at one point and then they you can you know choose which way you would like to to traverse this whatever structure yeah um and i thought that was i think that's very cool uh and uh makes it makes it a little bit different than than the other games cuz a lot of times in games like this there's only like one real way to go this one has definite branching paths they lead back to to a a a similar like the same point everybody will hit these markers but to get there in the middle there's different ways to go and that's cool cool um what are they what's what's only up charge it is 9.99 okay price is right on steam right that's what. Yep, that's where I got it. Okay, I'm not yeah. sure if it's on anything okay. else. I didn't. I didn't look. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, so uh, buttered noodles from Steam reviews. Yeah, pretty concise. Pretty good review of uh, negative review. But this this is pretty true. This game is the definition of content meant for streamers to have something to do for a day and then be forgotten in a month. The the controls, while not great, are tolerable. True. Uh, but literally everything else isn't. The game is not optimized at all. Within the first 10 minutes, I'd re-triggered the same audio track at least five times. True. Uh, and the text-to-speech narration, also true. It's text-to-speech narration. Uh, feels ridiculously cheap and only good for a quick laugh before then getting obnoxious. That is also true. Yeah. So that's 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 a pretty good way to say it. But I would, I, after playing it, for if you asked me in the first 15 minutes or 20 minutes of playing it i would have definitely given it a thumbs down but Mm -hmm. after half an hour 45 minutes of playing it, i was like all right once you adjust it's not bad cool cool yeah it's it's massive on twitch right now i think that's the the layover game or the the in-between game um leading into final fantasy 16 so yeah no, I was like, I was like at thirteen hundred, and then I looked like, it, like right as I was about to finish, and I looked I was like seventeen hundred. Really, I went up that much. Jesus Christ, the, the people love this shit. This is bait. Yeah. Oh, it's one hundred percent for your bait, without question. Yeah, without question. Um, I want to hear about uh, Aliens: Dark Descent, Co. That came out last Whoa. night. I saw. Yeah. I, I watched a review of it and was like, yeah, we might, maybe, maybe that's a game we'll jump into tomorrow, um, or later today. I would say. But you did a, a sponsored stream for it. Yep. Um, you are a sponsored stream this morning. Yeah. How How is it? Um, I, the reviews were kind of all over the place. I didn't actually. It felt like a game I had to play to really know if I was going to like it. Yeah. So it's it's fun. Um, it, let's let's go over it. So it's fun. It's not. I would say triple A. Okay. Uh, like there were there were some you know pretty weird animation connections and corny baseline. The uh, the atmosphere though is pretty great. And the gameplay itself is actually pretty cool. So it essentially is kind of like, it plays like an ARPG, but you have a squadron of people. And the reason I say that is because even though you generally have four or more people, you only move 
one thing around. And then like, if you open a chest, like one of your members will go off and loot it or you can, so you can do like multiple things at once. Huh. Um, there is a mechanic where each character has upgraded gear and stuff. There's a cover system and things like that. But the way that it works is like you, you walk around and try to avoid the aliens. You're accomplishing objectives while you do it. There's like a, a whole bunch of mechanic and mechanic and mechanical and interesting systems that kind of like, you know, increase how many aliens you're having to deal with. They can hunt you and things of that nature. Um, like I said, there's a, a seemingly full gear system. There's a full ability system as well. You get these things called command points, which you can then use to use like shotgun attacks and, and covering fire to slow them down and things, things like that. Uh, the environments are pretty. There's a, a cool flashlight mechanic where, in fact, I think I figure out right here in this area where if you do the flashlight by holding left mouse button around, depending on what Marine is closest, they're the ones that use their flashlight. So I'm doing it on the top there and then I go to the bottom and the bottom guy's doing it, which is kind of fun. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so there's lots of little stuff like that. That's just, that's just kind of interesting. You can see there when you move, there's only one movement line. Cause you're, 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 even though you have a unit of people, it's not like XCOM where, you know, you individually control each person. You're, you're just the unit. And that is your character. It is the whole unit. So it's been cool so far. There's uh, some light base building stuff. It looks like, but that is kind of xcom in terms of how it's managed. I did look at the upgrade pass and I have to say they looked very lackluster. Um, <clears throat> there was only like, I think 13 to 15 kind of like item upgrades total, which maybe I just didn't get to more of that, which I'm hoping um, because that seemed a little, a little shallow, but <clears throat> excuse me. The game overall was fun. I did like the aliens story. Um, the, the whole weird thing that's going on, I don't want to spoil it, but the whole like premise of it is, is, is fun and very aliensy. I think that fans of the franchise will probably really like it. And I definitely had a good time with it. I, I, it's, it came out at a weird time because like, not only do I have some other sponsored stuff coming up, but it's also steam demo days and I'm ripping through like five plus different demos a day and really enjoying that. So I, I'm, I'm a little hesitant to kind of lock down to one game currently, but it's definitely the kind of thing that I would put some serious streams into if I had more time. Cool. I may return to it still. Yeah. I saw uh, the one review I watched from uh, ACG said that uh, the back, like the beginning of the game is actually the worst part because as it advances, you start to just unlock more and more stuff. And as he did that, he enjoyed it so much more in the back half yes. of the game than the front half of the game. Um, I could totally see that. Absolutely. And I only played it for a couple hours and, it, and I was starting to unlock like a bunch of extra new stuff. The tutorial is basically the first like hour to hour and a half. Okay. And even arguably now two hours and I'm still getting some like tutorial stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cool. I, I wanted to see the, are the aliens cool? It's, like, <laughs> yeah, aliens are cool. There's, there's face huggers, there's, uh, oh, drones. I mean, there's, there's obviously other stuff going on as well. Sure. Um, Barry? yeah, over that was Barry. Yes. Barry is also in the game. Barry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's been, it's been fun overall. It's, it's a, it's definitely what, what I, what I definitely plugged into. And what was very interesting is not only is it a completely different take on aliens, I'm so used to it being, you know, in just kind of first person shooter kind of stuff, but the game itself, like the control method and, and what you were doing, like it, it, at the very beginning of the game, for instance, you play like one person and it's basically like an ARPG for the first 30 minutes as you're running around and stuff. Huh. Um, and then huh. even even the game itself feels kind of unique in how it plays because of the single control scheme that you have. Fair so like well. right here, when an alien pops up, for instance, you know, everyone just starts automatically firing at it. You can hold down space to do abilities, which slows down time. You can walk while you fire, which is kind of fun. Um, there's like a bunch of different weapons and stuff you can use during them. So yeah, man, 
it's it's a pretty freaking solid game to be uh-huh. honest i had a good time with it fully voice acted as well outside of like audio or diary logs and stuff yeah which was good too uh someone in my chat wants to know if you <laughs> tried controller or was it mouse and keyboard only no i i used mouse and keyboard okay um for for top-down games like this uh, not isometric because it's 3d but for top-down games like this it it the controller felt or excuse me the mouse and keyboard felt really good uh one the one thing i will mention that it's the kind of thing where when you noticed it 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 struck it just stuck out like a complete sore thumb is i was really like the game is very pretty and you are constantly like i was having fun like rp walking everywhere <laughs> but the problem is like the lead guy in your squad shouts at you like you're running to or from aliens the whole time so i would be like walking quietly through this area and then i click and he'd be like move 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 and i'd be like okay <laughs> and then i'd kind of click again and he wouldn't say anything and then i would click to go into a room and he'd be like double time and my guy would be like <laughs> just is there an alien here? <laughs> just kind of walking in and it's just like i really feel like they should have recorded some like normal volume barks for that stuff like some you know like hey move in this way let's move like not necessarily screaming at you to get sprinting because it's a very awkward dichotomy that he's yelling at you the whole time as you're just like slowly walking through this area <laughs> did you already go over like the gist of the plot uh not really i feel like the plot it, it's again it's kind of standard aliensy stuff but i don't okay. i don't want to spoil it what i what i will say is what you find out in the first little bit where obviously aliens are not where they're supposed to be and Surprise. they're causing all kinds of a ruckus Wow. And you are trying to figure out and deal with the situation. And there's, of course, a lot more to it, but you kind of find that out yeah. as the as the story progresses. Yeah. Would you say it's it's? It sounds like you're. It's like a par for the course kind of a story. It's not like it's not bad. It's not great. Would you say that's true? I would say, so far in my first two hours, it has been a yeah. relatively standard aliens arc okay yeah there's there's nothing that's really happened so far that have made me gone like oh damn like there there was like a couple particularly cool scenes that i think are interesting but at the same time they're seen specifically to you know like cause certain game mechanics to happen and such so it's kind of like you know i i get it it's a really cool scene but i get it um i don't know how much good i was gonna say i don't know how much it changes um but yeah it's 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 been a good story it hadn't been bad it's been it's been absolutely fine so far it seems like it's in uh, the Aliens, the second movie's era. Is that mm-hmm. is that right? Because it, it that is the correct. Alien movies span pretty far. It is, so it is actually second, like Aliens with an S, Dark Descent. Okay. So, and, and as we know, the plural is indicative of you know certain things in that universe. Okay. 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 Yeah. So that yeah. All right. Cool. Gives you a little bit of a time frame for it. Yeah. Got cool. It. Got it. Yep. Yep. Oh, here we go. This is so like you can actually slow down time like this and like do abilities. Oh, yeah, that's um, what I saw. A, you can have an video, option yeah. to pause it, which is interesting. And that's off by default. Ignore it. Actually, that was a tutorial, so it paused it. But most of the time, it just slows it down. So yeah, there's like a reactionary component to it as well. Or you can just have it pause and take your time if you'd like to do that kind of okay. an accessibility feature. It's good. Yeah, cool. Well, when you say it's 20 years after Alien 3, that's that's what most people are saying. 20 years after Alien 3. Okay. Mm hmm. Timeline so a little bit further on, a little bit. I don't remember how long she was floating floating in space after two. Yeah, there. Uh, I think just it was like a also, couple hundred years. I thought. For the Sorry. record, at at this point in it, there has not been any like iconic alien stuff. It does seem to be a relatively like standalone adventure. You don't. What I'm I'm saying is that you don't <laughs> necessarily need to have seen the movies 
to be able to immediately get into this game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like it's picking up right after a major movie. Event. 57 years. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's 60 years after the events of aliens. Okay. What's uh, what are they, what, what's the cost? Is that 60 bucks? Uh, let's see. It is based bucks? on a franchise. It's 40. It's 40, 40 bucks, okay, that's, which that's... I would, I would say is a, for, for it, especially if there's some, some serious time in this, like, you know, 10 to 15 hours kind of thing, maybe even longer. I'd say it's a fine price for it. Cool. Uh, it's made by Tindalos Interactive, which has made, it looks like. I think they made one weird. other game in the review that I saw, but it wasn't. a Yeah, that's strange. I clicked on Tindalos in the <sighs> new Steam and it, and it took me to focus, not Tindalos. Oh, it took so me to the sure publisher website. Maybe they, maybe they changed that. Yeah. I don't know. But I had not, I was not familiar with these guys, but they seem to have done a great job. They made Battlefleet Gothic Armada. What someone in my chat oh said. yeah okay heard good things about that game but unfortunately that was during the kind of shotgun approach to the 40K. warhammer ip yeah, so 40k stuff yeah yeah makes sense um yeah. cool uh that's aliens dark descent uh, i won't spend much time on it but i will say if you're looking for something to play and you bought elden ring once upon a time i jumped into a uh, randomizer run well the randomizer yeah man How do you like it i i'm at the fine i put 30 hours into <laughs> that run <laughs> it's man it, it, i don't know if you guys knew this elden ring's a really good game uh and if you start up another run of elden ring is it i heard it was overrated if you put another game of elden ring in front of me i'm gonna have to play that uh and so i put i think 30 35 hours uh into it um and the randomizer was is just great uh the first, I had to do two different seeds because the first seed that I did, you know, like the tutorial cave that they, the cave of knowledge, I think is what it's called. I spawned into the first one and there was like a guy, like a knight on a horse, which is fine is the first mob. But the second mob was one of the hands from the giant area. And we were in a cave and I didn't have a single item. So I reset that because there's no way. I didn't even get the uh, the bonfire above, so I had to go forward. There was no way that I could go anywhere else except forward. I don't even know what the boss was uh, in the cave at that run because the bosses were all that randomized. That is very uh, unfortunate. Yeah, so I reset it, uh, and I didn't do that. I walked outside. It, it was the, the best part of that game is you have literally no idea what's going to happen at any moment when you turn a corner when you loot an item and when you walk into a boss fight. Um, and so like I walked into the first, the, the Margit fight, the Mark Margit, Margit, however you want to say it. The first like big story boss. And it was a giant gargoyle, the gargoyle fight from Nokrin. And I was like, okay, this isn't that bad because all the HP values are adjusted to what the bosses would have at about that point in the game. So I start fighting the the gargoyle and it gets to like 60% HP. And then a second gargoyle jumps into the fight on the bridge. And I'm just like, oh man, I'm going to, I got to go. I got to do Elden Ring and that's just leave and go elsewhere on the map and just get XP and find things to fight. Yada, yada, yep, yada. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I, I got apparently a pretty lucky seed uh, because I found uh, the, the, the star scourge, whatever weapon, the like giant two handed weapons that uh, Rodan has uh, is his weapons pretty early on. 
And so those kind of carried me through a lot of the fights, but it was very good. Uh, the, the randomizer is super easy to install. Uh, you have to play offline because I think it can get you banned if you load into an online save of that because it completely messes with the game. Um, and so you, you play offline, but it's very easily just uh, download the mod, uh, click random, and then launch the game and you're good to go. Um, it's on Nexus mods is where I found it. So uh, didn't expect to do a full run of Elden Ring, but I did. I got to... I'm at the final boss. I haven't beaten it yet. Uh, the Elden Ring replacement. So when you fight a boss with multiple um, stages, like the final boss, where there's you fight one boss and then another boss after that, it gives you two random bosses. And so my two random bosses are uh, Estelle for the first fight. If you know who Estelle is, is the giant like bug-like god thing from the stars that hangs down. Uh, that you fight in the oh, very, yeah, very, okay, okay. very low. That's first. The Astro yeah. Spider. And he has the stats of that fight in the original game. So his HP value is skyrocketed, right? And then the second fight, which is the pain in the ass, is Malekith. Which is a nasty, nasty fight when you have the HP of the Elden Beast. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, I couldn't beat him. I, I sat there like for about an hour trying to fight him, and it was not happening. What uh, kind of build you use? I, at that point, I was using a strength build, star scourge, uh, whatever okay. it's called. Um, I forget the full name. It's just like a two-handed uh, sword. And I had... Uh, Which one's Malaketh again? Malaketh is the guy that you normally fight in the floating city, the end, the cleric beast, the second phase of the cleric beast. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Fuck that. Dude. Yeah. He's the final wow. boss. He sucks. Oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah. I hate him. I don't like him. He's got max HP, uh, full HP, and the stats of like Elden wow. Ring, or the boss. So, wow. Not a fun fight. Not a fun fight at all. Oh, so I didn't know that's how they did randomizers. I didn't know they, they adjusted their HP and stuff for where they, where they come in the story. Yeah. That's neat. I shouldn't know that either. Yeah. yeah. Found millennia. I Ooh. thought. Like you could like get to the end boss and it's like the first level, you know, whatever boss, the first boss you beat. Yeah, I did get. <laughs> I'm glad it's not that. What, what? Who was it? It was a major story boss and it was uh, like the first. Are you talking about when Soda Poppin got Millennia as his like very first boss and randomizer? No, no, no. I, th- that was a thing. And then he got Elden Beast yeah. for the second boss. Yeah. yeah. That was thing. But I, I fought. Uh, uh, oh, Captain the Rick. Did you ever fight Rick? I fought so many things and saw so many things that I never saw when I played my game, which is. I don't even know who Rick is. That, is that just a guy named Rick? It speaks is it like Rick from accounting. It's it's Rick or Greg or something. <laughs> it's some just like shitty soldier. I forgot what is. No, it wasn't Niall. I fought him twice. Uh, it was huh. just like some very small, stupid soldier. Um and he was like a, he's just the one, I just went up and like hit him twice and he died. Um, maybe it was the soldier of God, Rick. Yeah. I don't know. Guard captains. I don't, I don't remember what it was. Uh, this tutorial boss. And he was like a major story boss. And so yeah, was it was not, funny. it was not pickle Rick. It wasn't pickle Rick. No, it's no. not pickle Rick. Um, Melania was is in it, there. She was the, is it something you can miss if you hundred percent it? Cause I'm sure there's shit you miss if you, even if you hundred percent it, I don't know. I don't, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I uh, mostly for chat. That was a question mostly for chats. I'm not sure. 
Um, it, it's super fun. The randomizer is smart. Like it has logic to it. And so uh, you can actually go in. Apparently someone did a run of Elden Ring where every boss and every enemy, including wildlife, was the fire giant. And it took him seven hours to get out of the first cave because everything was a fire Ooh. giant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, that's that's, that's a thing. That's it's crazy yep. to think about. So it was just like clipping through all yeah, of the there's environment just, and shit. Okay. Giant fire <laughs> giants just hanging around, clipping through wow. all the shit. Uh and people are doing that. It, it's the game is crazy when you when you start to mod it. Uh it, it's a it makes it a lot of fun. I had a, I had an absolute blast with it. Um, it was like a thirty five ish cool. hour run. Um, it was great. So I'm glad. I but you said you didn't beat it. No, I'm stuck on the final boss, the fucking Malekith. Yep. Uh, I couldn't. Yep. I couldn't beat him. It, it was. I'm a little under leveled. I'm like level one twenty. Um, and typically for last boss, I think you're like one fifty, one sixty. So might just have to grind it if if I'm gonna finish it, but. Grinder or, or get good. Uh, yeah. Switch switch classes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could go switch I've, classes. I've heard from Twitch chat that getting good is is probably the optimal way to do that. Yeah, yeah. You've considered if you've considered. I've it, tried. You know? I've tried. Um, <laughs> trying to think, like some of, some of the, I got real lucky in some places, and in other places I got really not lucky um, in terms of the random bosses. Um, you guys remember the spire in the main city that you climb up the tree root to get to mm -hmm. the fight on that tree root was two ravens from Caled and one of the oh, giant, God. one of the giant dragons with the double oh, set like of bags. And I, I was just like, like ah, okay. So I like ran at the giant dragon aggroed him, and then ran back. And he like waddled off and then just walked off the map. <laughs> and then oh, I sure. ran okay. past all of the giant things, spawned into the boss fight. And it was phase two of uh, Rickard in snake form from Volcano Manor. And I didn't have the sword. And so it gave me the sword. And so, oh, wow. okay. and so I had to, in the middle of the fight, equip the sword and fight Rickard in phase two of the, yeah. just some wild That's shit. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so like all of the items also spawn you can put it's smart in terms of it having logic like if you need to get the key to go into uh hogwarts or whatever the fucking place is called the, yeah. the magic uh academy somewhere in that zone is the key but you have no idea you just have to literally sure kill every that's mob. called hogwarts yeah, yeah yeah you have to kill literally every mob and so it was a nightmare trying to find all that type of stuff. Um, but it was fun. It makes it so if you've played that game before, it's completely new for a brand new run. Um, and you can't go and be like, I'm going to go get this item and that'll carry me to this item. It's literally, let's see what this item. Okay. I guess I'm using this ax. I got an ax. Let's use the ax until something better is, is in front of me. Um, so it's good. It's, it, it's more Elden Ring yeah. at the core. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, mm -hmm. we got 30 minutes. You guys have played a lot of demos. Z? I want, I would so like to, before we get to demos. Yeah. I would like to talk about possibly the greatest game of all time. And it's, it's That's definitely, cool. it's definitely 
one that I will throw into consideration from here on until I die. Okay. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Oh, nice. It was awesome. I yeah, played awesome. that. I played Metal Gear Rising Revengeance for the first time because I'm, you know, casually making my way through the Metal Gear series, and that was the next one in release order. And that's how I'm playing them in release order. Sure. And uh, it was a complete departure from the other Metal Gear games in gameplay. In everything else, it was. It's it wasn't strictly Kojima. I know he had a hand in it, but it felt like Kojima, Hideo Kojima, like the whole time. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was action packed. It was fucking metal. Yeah. It was a little little bit of Metal Gear Solid and Devil May Cry baby kind of kind of stuff. Like if Devil May Cry and Metal Gear Solid had a baby it would be Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, and it was fan-fucking-tastic. Um, there have been Metal Gear games that were pretty good all the way through with really great moments. This one was awesome all the way through, except it was a bit shorter. So, as far as putting it in the timeline of Metal Gear games of, like, favorites, it's hard to place this one because it, it's not like any of the other ones. Um, in there's no stealth, like you can try, but like, don't bother. It's that's not fun. And it's, it's, they kind of like don't reward you if you do stealth because then you avoid shit. You don't want to avoid shit. Yeah. Um, it has the modular fighting of like a, like a, uh, a, a Devil May Cry or a Bayonetta where it's like, all right, you're in the zone, time to fight monsters and or whatever, time to fight mechs and cyborgs and shit. All right. Good job. Here's your score. And they also have like fights you can miss and stuff like that. You have to like, if you want to get them all, you have to like backtrack and they have like, they're like hidden fights and stuff like that. Like you don't have to do them to complete. So they have that aspect to it. Um, one of my favorite, favorite aspects. And it's so weird that my, my probably my two favorite Metal Gear games are not like main character snake. Like, <laughs> Two and this one are probably my favorite ones, and they are with this fucking dink, this goddamn fucking dummy douchebag, uh, um, um, Jack, Jack, or Raiden, or the lightning. What was it? The lightning god? Sure. Was that what it was? I don't. He calls himself a lot of names. It's Jack the Ripper. Yeah, Jack the Ripper. Oh my god! How much fun did I have playing this? And listening to him talk and change his speech when he when he was uh, talking to someone uh, who either was a woman or uh, an enemy, where he wanted to appear badass, you could totally hear his voice change. I'm Snake, or I'm I'm I'm, I'm Raiden, the Lord of Lightning, or Mr. Lightning Bolt. That's what it was. Fuck, it was even worse than I was saying, <laughs> Mr. Lightning Bolt. That's what it was. I'm Mr. Lightning Bolt, and you can hear him totally doing Christian Bale's Batman when he was talking to them. But when he was talking to the doctor, it was like this. <laughs> you know, like somebody didn't have to be a badass in front yeah, of him. And it was all fucking hilarious. It's all correct. Oh my god. And okay. Every single fight, like every single boss fight in that game is fucking 
awesome. There wasn't a bad one in the bunch, and that's that is rare in any video game, let alone a Metal Gear game. All every single boss fight was a fucking blast. Was a hoot. Was a was, and the music, goddamn, by far, by far, the best music in the game. Snake Eater, notwithstanding, like that yeah. one song, notwithstanding, because that's a masterpiece, and nothing will surpass that. But oh my god, the rules of nature, the oh my god, uh, and uh, Nano Machine. We finally got it. We've been saying it for six games, and I still hadn't gotten to Nano Machine Sun. And they've been saying it for six games in chat. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Finally, finally, we get there. Nano Machine, son. Quite possibly, <laughs> quite possibly, the best, most badassest boss speech, boss fight, just boss design in any Metal Gear game. The the fucking senator from my home state of Colorado. Oh, yeah, it's just so good. I just wanted more. That's all. It, that's all it left me with was wanting more game because it was wasn't that long. Uh, even for me, it was only like, eleven hours. Okay, yeah, that sounds. Bad. Were you playing yeah. on hardest difficulty by the by the way? Nope. Okay, because yeah, not eleven hours. He wasn't. Yeah, that's why I was about to ask. Because like, wow, that's really no. impressive. Because uh, yeah. man, yeah. I like the final boss fight, the, the Senator Armstrong. Uh, from a lore perspective, but dude, on the hardest difficulty, Zeke, that fight, yeah, man, I've heard, I was breaking my fucking controller levels of anger. <laughs> like, yeah, I was so upset when I fought. I was like, this game's fucking dog shit. It's the worst fucking shitty game ever. I just kept fighting yeah. them, getting more and more upset. It was, it was great. Well, they introduce like a mechanic in the in a couple like in one fight previously that you don't even have to do to beat the boss. Like people had to tell me, like, "All right, when you come to this boss, slow down, or you'll beat it and you won't get to the second phase." And I'm like, "Isn't beating it the object?" They're like, "No, no, no, no. It's way more fun to do it cor- do it correctly yeah. Yeah, and yeah. F- and see the second phase because you know there's music and lyrics and stuff like that you won't get." And well, there's also, you know, fighting that you won't get if you just beat it real quick without doing it the right way or whatever. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll do that. So I, I, that one took me a couple of tries, but it introduced that mechanic of the, in the middle of the fight where you have to slice multiple things in one line. Oh, and that shit is way harder than it needs to be to get right. Yeah. Fuck that. That shit, like in the, in the final fight. If I played on the hardest difficulty, fucking that part up would Dude. piss me off so much. I was so because tilted. it's not like it's it is skill based, but it's a completely different skill thing that you're that that you've been you know used to the whole game. It's like stop now, throw a dart in the fucking bullseye, and you're like, no, wait, no, no, I just want to fast combos and mash and and kill. Yeah. Like no. You have to do this. And I'm like, fuck. And I was so bad at it. Can't imagine what it's like on the harder difficulties. Oh, God. I th- Co, you played this. It, mm-hmm. You played this when you did a Metal Gear like playthrough, I, right? Somebody it's- asked if I played this, and I, and I did a, uh, a fine playlist for it and, and just 
wanted to see like what era I was in yeah. when I played it. It was a while ago. I mean, it Can was. Can you roll that, that clip was, back just like 20 seconds? Okay. I remember yeah. playing this game and I remember loving this game. I thought it was phenomenal. But um, yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. I didn't notice this, but in the game, like when one of the things in the game, this right here. I don't know what you're looking at. When you're trying you to slice that red square, I noticed that like when I pressed the button, time like went forward a little bit, so I would miss those slices. So I'm gonna say this. Th- Oh my god. It or or it moves the, it moves. the line of the slice. It moves, it moves as you slice. Like as you're holding the sword at different places. So it yeah. wasn't okay. Because I could swear that it wasn't exactly right through my entire like usually if you just slice right after, because okay, if you beat up an enemy enough, you can enter this blade mode. And in blade mode, you can if you slice at the, the uh, slice the red square. You pull out their, basically pull out their spine, people call it Gatorade, like the blue Gatorade, and like crush it and then get like energy juice from it. But you have to slice it exactly on the red square. And if you don't slice it right away, a lot of times you have to like stop and aim it and it would jump. And I just watched that clip and I saw it like it was right on the red square. And then when (laughs) I sliced it, it it moved it. Fuck. Yeah. I wasn't crazy. Fuck's sake. Thank you for showing that JP. Because the whole time <laughs> that was, I was the like, whole plan. I am slicing right on that thing. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad you got there. I'm glad you figured it out. Yeah. Thank you. That was got that crushed my mind because I was like, I swear to God, something is wrong with this. Yeah. It's a hell of a game. I'm glad. So what what else do you have then in the Metal Gear world? Five? I have, yeah, yeah. Uh Phantom Pain. Is I think in, I think next up in release order, if I'm not mistaken. I think that makes sense. Yeah, God, that's a long. I mean, we've talked about that before. Good luck, 50, yep, good luck, fifty to hundred hour game, really. For well, that's the thing, and I, I, it, it counts for this for every single game that I will ever play on my channel. When I stop having fun, I stop playing the game. There, I will never ever promise that I'll finish a game Amazing. because if Metal Gear Five becomes a slog or i start hating it i will stop playing it it's got i the, will try it but it's got the best gameplay <laughs> that, yeah that's what i've heard best yeah. gameplay longest game spots spots of of madness but not anything to like similar to what what you know one two or three or this game had and yeah. that is really disheartening to me and it kind of like makes me a little apprehensive to play it yeah oh actually you would go ground zeros ground zero yeah yeah. ground zeros is the prologue right yeah i think you'll actually like ground zeros because it's it's five but short but you know 10 15 hours yeah something like that so it's good i forgot you played as this dumb fucking thing Oh yeah, you play as the little hand bot. <laughs> yeah, the dumb little hand bot. L- fucking little did I know that during the hand bot section, there's shit only he can get, like collectibles only he can get or yeah. it can get. And I can't. When you go back to being uh, Bryden, 
I saw this little thing in this little corner. I'm like, I can't get that. You motherfuckers. How dare you? <laughs> now they get you. Now the replays yeah. begin. Cool. That's Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Uh, let's do demos here in the last 15, 20 minutes of uh, the show. Because Steam, Steam Next Fest? Is that the right? Steam Demo Days? What are the, What's the like Next marketing? Fest, yep. It's Next Fest? Okay. Yeah, that's happening right now. And uh, did they have this, like, did they have the system that they have now where it shows you the, like, most played demos by daily active demo players? Have you guys seen that list? Or are you just going yeah. off? Okay. Was that there I'm, the I last time? I all the time. I think there was, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't. I, I, I want to say there were definitely lists that sorted by, like, wishlisting and popular demos and things like that. So I'm, I'm pretty sure... That was there last time, yeah. Got it. Okay, I was not sure. Uh, well, let's let's go through them. I, we'll just rattle them off uh, as fast as we can, and I'll see if I can find footage of them quickly. Because um, I know you both have been playing them. Uh, what's the best? What's like the go-to demo for you guys? If if there is such a thing, oh man, just come to mind. Liza Liza uh, P probably Liza P was really cool. Okay, uh, Gord was awesome. Gord is that. like a, a, a rim worldy weird like RPG town builder thing. It, it's it's cool. It's very unique. Had a lot of fun with Gord. Um tried one Lily Outpost. That was a cool Stardew Valley style game. If someone's looking for that. Okay. Uh oh. Sea of Star. Oh, you finally played it. I played it. Oh, it's wait, so that means it's out good. on PC. The demo is nice. It is out on PC. The demo's out on PC. That one was a lot of fun. Little Guardsman was really cool. I think uh Zeke would probably like that one. A uh, little guardsman is basically papers, please, but it's like just a lot of stupid, dumb, funny comedy um, huh. that is 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 in like an RPG universe, uh, an RPG fantasy universe, which is really funny. Um, I played Viewfinder a little bit, which was that game that where yeah, you have yeah, the picture. Yeah, yeah that this one. that game. Yeah, dude, good. This game is like too creative. Like it's, it's awesome. Like just holding up the little pictures and, and, and activating them feels so good every time. And they always work. And what's also super cool about this game is it's obviously really easy to mess up, but there's just a rewind time mechanic. So it's like, if you ever put something down in the wrong area or, or you put it, you know, just something doesn't work properly, just rewind time and go from there. So, uh, oh God, I think there we go. I saw that on my list and I immediately, I'm, I'm downloading it right now. Like, yep. <laughs> when does this? Because I, I did a out? little bit of demos last week for the the things that were shown on SGF. Next week, or excuse me, this week, Thursday and Friday, I'm going to do the demos for Next Fest. Got it. Yep. Got it. When does this totally sold? Oh, go ahead. Well, when does this launch? Do you know? Because I I really want to. <laughs> Curie Master has uh, <laughs> created the puzzle. July 18th. July 18th. Okay, great. Because I'm. One of the things, one of the goals was we're doing a, a puzzle day. And so, like, just going to play a bunch of puzzle games. Um, this will probably be on the list because it, it looks fantastic. Looks right up my alley. Oh. Um, um, the Invincible was awesome. What is that? Let me find Loved that. Loved it. Invincible is that kind of retro futuristic game about visiting that derelict planet. Uh, oh. that one was, was the graphics were great. The story was cool. The voice acting was on point. That one was, was nice. Uh, that one was nice. I had a really good time with that one. Cool. Did I try Warhaven? No, I'm doing Warhaven tomorrow. Tomorrow at, uh, noon I'm doing Warhaven. Oh, wait, are you, is that, are you doing sponsor stream for that? I think so. Yeah, I am. 
I've been why I've been wanting to check it out, and they just pinged me on it. So I was like, okay, let's, let's do it. Let's see how it is. So that'll be my. You're doing it too, Zeke. I think all yep. three of us are doing it. <laughs> oh, dude, are you all they're doing? Pro- it? They're doing a big oh, push. I'm doing it tomorrow, but no. I have to do it later in the day. Oh, I think we're all going to play at different times. Can... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, damn, we could play together. That would have been fun. Yeah. Maybe if I like it, we still can. Okay. We'll yeah. If you're doing, yeah, but... it'll be during your night stream when I play tomorrow. If you're still playing it for whatever okay. reason. If I'm if I'm feeling it, we'll we'll kind of see how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm well, going I'm... in cautiously optimistic. The game looks That's like what it's I just am, dumb too, yeah. fun, but I've also heard not so great things about like some of the monetization and things like that. So we're going to be exploring the whole thing on the stream and seeing if it's worth it. Yeah. Seeing how it is. That's what I'm doing too. No, uh, also they, they want to oh, go ahead. do it tomorrow, but I, I have, I'm doing something for the actual Xbox channel tomorrow. Oh, um, nice. Lies of, lies of you. P on there on slash Xbox. Um, nice. really? That's awesome. Uh, That's awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah, it was oh, really yeah, cool. Man. Like I had, like they, they asked me for a reel. Like, could you give us, cause we heard you had hosting experience. Could you give us a reel? I'm like, yeah. Hey Scott, can you make <laughs> me like a two minute reel of me doing hosting shit? And I sent what it to the them and they were like, you look great. Let's you. get you on the Xbox channel. I was like, all right, swell. So that's, Wait, I'm doing And you showed them a reel of you? <laughs> do you well, have that reel? Do you have that reel where been... we could watch it, Zeke? I would really like to see the reel. <laughs> if you could tweet that out. I think that'd be some I, good no, Seriously, dude, that's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you're, 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 you're an incredible host. I, this feels like one of the first times like since the Twitch stuff where people have been like. Well, I thought it was going to be a hosting gig because they didn't tell me what yeah. it was for. And they were like, Xbox wants to do something with you. You have a reel or whatever. And I was like, sure. I sent it to him. And they were like, we want you to play Lies of P on the Xbox channel. I was like, so no hosting involved? They're like, no, just regular how you would normally stream a game. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, well, obviously I can do that. Cool. I thought I was gonna like be like, yeah, "Hey, man. this is Ezekiel third for Xbox, and we're gonna be showing up a little bit." You know, get my announcer voice on. Yeah, cool. That could congratulations, I mean, man. That's big. That's Xbox awesome. does continued work with a lot of their creators, so hopefully that that leads into some other stuff for you. That'd be great. If you're it's actually interesting I hope I don't because, have diarrhea. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what's interesting, Co? Hey, Co? Co? What's interesting? Please uh yeah so i was gonna say it's it's kind of interesting because i think they're moving a lot towards that direction but i remember specifically uh back for a certain company i'd worked with a lot in the past for a specific title they actually contacted me and was like hey we want to do a bunch of sponsored stuff with you and for this game coming out because we know that you like the studio and where they're interested in the game and i was like cool so like weeks went by like negotiations and everything and then right before just a little behind the scenes action here. I haven't actually talked about this <laughs> right before we were supposed to send out the contracts and stuff, which is the final stage of this. Yeah. They contacted me and we're like, Holy shit. We're really sorry. We can't do this. And I was like, what? No and reason. they were like, yeah. So ever since we've been purchased by Microsoft, they don't do this stuff anymore. Oh. <laughs> so that was kind of interesting. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see that, they're now moving back towards like, yeah, we'll do this, but we'll do it under Xbox. You yeah. know, like it's, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting to see the direction they're taking with this. And that's even cooler that they, you know, they're bringing Z on board. Fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, this is, this is uh it's very interesting, cool stuff to see them kind of getting back into this realm. Yeah. Sure. What, what time is that tomorrow, Zeke, for people that were one to. Um, yeah. Normal stream time, uh, okay. uh, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. 1 p.m. Eastern. So yeah. And I it's going to be on, on Twitch.tv slash Xbox. 
first two hours cool. awesome. of the day or of, of my stream. Yeah, well, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Hell well, yeah. Good luck. Hope hope everything works out on that. Don't have diarrhea. Yep. <laughs> yeah, please don't. That would be very unfortunate. Take some, uh, you know, some medication. So that doesn't Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, Demos. So what else? Uh, so, yeah, we did the Invincible. One Little Outpost was fun. What did you think of Liza um, P? I thought it was fun. I thought I, I, it's kind of like it's it's I enjoyed the gameplay. It felt kind of bloodborne y at times. Um, yep. The dodge mechanic at the start of the game did not feel good. Um, so I started focusing on parrying and that started feeling a little bit better. Apparently you can get like a double dodge later where it gets to be like awesome. But I, once you start focusing on parrying, it was a lot more usable. I liked the world. I liked the enemies. I thought the story was very soulsy where it's like, they weren't really telling you too much, just kind of pointing you in directions and letting you kind of extrapolate out what was going on. And uh, it was a long demo, which I really liked too. I thought that was great. Uh, they clearly are very, um, confident in their product which was cool. Oh, this is, yeah. If you're ever wondering yeah, this what is hard, hard mode. mode, if you're ever wondering what hard <laughs> mode is on a game, it's having your six-year-old behind you and your four-year-old on your lap. Uh, it is, it was, it was very tough. They were, and I think even at one point, my youngest makes an appearance during this whole thing, but nice. Um, yeah, it, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun and uh, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I concur. Once you get the idea out of your head that this is not a dodge roll, this is a, this is more Sekiro combat style. Position. Bloodborne or or Souls game, no, like the iframes don't don't worry about the iframes. If you are in a boss fight or like like that fight that Ko is doing, once you get it out of your head that it's that it's like don't move out of the way, uh, block or parry, then it becomes way way better. Like the yeah. the the, it's not even a dodge roll. It's a it's like the Bloodborne jump back or or sidestep. So it's it has, not a it has that. It's a repositioning yeah. mechanic. It's exactly. not like, I don't exactly. even know if it has iframes. If it does, there's like one. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the, and, and, and the thing is, is, and this, this is where it really clicked for me in, and, I, and I'm not super jazzed they did it like this because it kind of goes against every other game of a type. But like in, in all games, generally, the enemy powers up and starts glowing red. And that's the one you can't block, right? That's the one you have to dodge. And the enemies kept doing that. They would get super red, and I'd try to dodge and just get smashed. And it would happen over and over. And finally, the game is like, remember, <laughs> when the enemy glows red, that's when you have to do a perfect parry. And I was like, oh, mother. Oh, okay. Perfect. So like, that's what we got to do. Okay, so it has nothing to do with the uh, unblockable attack. Like, it's literally you have to perfect parry it. So once, once you kind of get that in, it, it, you know, it was solid. I enjoyed it from beginning to end. And I'm looking forward to playing it on release for sure. Sweet. Yeah, oh, I, I two more quick ones. Um, I played the book. Was it the Bookwalker? Book something. The Bookwalker. I played the Bookwalker. That game is cool. It what alternates between first person and like top-down ARPG. It's kind of like an adventure. I'd call it. It's it's kind of like an adventure game, but it's doing it. It, it takes a lot of mechanics from other games and does it in kind of a unique format. It's kind of like an investigation game, very light crafting, some light combat. Um, definitely a story that you follow. It's basically follows this guy in this alternate reality world who is like a locked. He's, he's in writer's prison essentially. And he has to like dive into different books huh. and do certain things in them. And it's, it's a very interesting, unique premise. And uh, the demo definitely, it was the kind of demo where you finish and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm ready for more right now. Um, you know, let's, let's keep moving. <laughs> let's keep going. 
Um, so that was that was really cool. And then another game, um, two two more. I played Jassant, which was the the oh, uh, yeah. climbing game. Yeah, the, I think it's a French climbing game. That one was pretty cool. I, I it felt almost a little quappy at the beginning, but then you realize that the <laughs> controls have very much been streamlined, so it's really not that difficult at all. It becomes very intuitive by the time. Wasn't you get that a the VR game, or it has a VR component? Or am I? I don't know. Is it first person? No, it is a third person climbing okay simulator okay game maybe it's I'm got like a, a whole, it's got like this whole pinion mechanic and there's you know some there's there's climbing and swinging and things of that nature yeah um it was it was interesting but i have to say like it, it was it was very slow and it was very like artsy wishy-washy like there was very i i felt there was very little concrete things going on in it so i think some people love that stuff kind of journey-esque almost some people love that stuff, but with as many weird things that were going on, I was definitely wanting a little bit more concreteness by the end of the demo, which I'm sure the full game will probably offer. I'm guessing the game is an exploration of what actually happened in this world. So yeah. And um, then finally, I played another demo that very much surprised me called, uh, and chat, I saw someone in chat link it earlier. It was the, I, th- I want to say it was Nova something, Luna Abyss, Luna Abyss. And this game was wild. It was like a combination of um, this very interesting, weird world that had returnal style first person gameplay with like a very heavy auto aim mechanic. Um, but the graphics were were really cool. The world was really cool. The mob design was really cool. Like I was I was very surprised by this game. To be honest, what was the name it was, again? It's uh, it's called Luna Abyss. And uh, it was cool. I I enjoyed my time in it for sure. Like it it it's a it's a very very interesting looking game. Um, that was that was a, a lot of fun. Cool. What is the fucking it. deal, by the way, with all of these demos? Like taking like ten to twenty gigabytes? Are you fuck fuck you? <laughs> well, Zeke. Sorry, I just had to complain. Four K textures. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I would, don't. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I don't know why they're so big. Yeah. No, I I downloaded the 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 worst offender of this is that Alone in the Dark demo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh we talked yeah. About that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like seven yeah, minutes literally. and thirty gigs it's like or something. Sixteen. Right? Yeah. It, it's oh, it's something ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, and it's literally like a five minute demo. Like, yeah. It's, it's yeah. nothing. Yeah. I think we downloaded the entire freaking game, and they just like roped it off or something. That it sounds was, right. It was wild. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 preload just went live and it's 90 gigs. So I saw a report that that game almost was on two disc when it shipped, but they, they got it down to one. So that somebody told me it was going to be on PC release. That's not right. Right. It is PS five. PS five only. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. All right. All right. Just making sure. Yeah. Uh, Co, I know you played this. We'll spend, it doesn't need more than a minute on it. Battle bit remastered. Ah, it was okay. It was. Yeah. Okay. Great. I'm a lot of people are like, talking about how this is like the battlefield they wanted and all that big, stuff big friend of the show sacral <laughs> has been preaching to the choir or not preaching to the choir just shouting to the heavens about how awesome this game is and it's a cool game it's a really it's a really cool game it's got a lot of fun mechanics but i mean it basically feels like you're sacral is a liar <laughs> no, no 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 he's he's not at all don't he buy his game somebody, coming out <laughs> it, in this case, it is definitely one of those games where you really got to be invested and focused on the mechanics. I mean, it looks like a Roblox mod or a Minecraft mod. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's very not super pleasant to look at, but 
the mechanics and stuff are super cool. The environments are destructible. The gunplay feels good. Um, there, there are lots of very redeeming things about this game that are that make it very cool. And there's a reason that it's it's gotten a huge, huge amount of popularity in the last little bit. So it is, it is a that was me just being like, oh, that, I'm done. so that's, that's <laughs> I'm done with this game. Both you, um, me, Gassy Mexican, and like two other streamers I know did that exact same thing. Where it's like, yeah, I died. I'm just gonna alt F four. Thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's not quite yeah quite there. yeah it uh i'm right but there with you was, on the graphics like that's yeah, it was, that's it, was it was uh, it's a slick game and i can definitely see why people especially for the kind of person that just does not care about how it looks i completely see why people were just awning over it it's got all the right stuff that you want in a battlefield game I all the right the, stuff. i love the map Absolutely. voting i love as a medic or really anyone you can grab someone's dead body and pull them into cover to res them like it's got really good Things that hopefully EA and Battlefield are like, oh yeah, we should steal a lot of this stuff and put into our next oh, game. <laughs> not a demo. Okay. But if you like Vampire Survivors, I super recommend checking out Halls of Torment. Oh yes, I watched the I lyric put, like that. multiple streams into Halls of Torment. It is basically like Vampire Survivors, but it's more of like a traditional class thing where each class has its own ability and, and like special stuff. Um, there's a bunch of different stats and power-ups. There's a gear system, which is very interesting. So you can actually get randomized gear in the game. And then there's later on, you unlock an ability to like haul some of the gear out. And then you can permanently equip it on all your future runs. Uh, the the way that they do the achievements and stuff is very cool as well. It's kind of got a Diablo 1 look to it, which is kind of fun. Movement is very tight in the game. So it 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 feels a lot more meaningful, I feel like. Um, lots of opportunity for stacking and trying new things and, and upgrading abilities in certain ways. And it's, it's just, it's just a great auto shooter. Yes. Yeah. It's really cool. Did it's they... also fun. Oh, go ahead. Well, no, no, no. I was going to ask about a bug. What, what else were you going to say? So what's also really fun about this game is it starts with you aiming with the right control stick and hitting Y to attack. But then you can hit another button. I think it's RB and then you can tap the control stick and it starts auto shooting and auto aiming. Oh, so it's, it's, it's a very cool. And, and then what's even cooler about that is when it's auto shooting and auto aiming at any time, you can rock the control stick any direction and you will start going shooting or doing certain things that direction. So it's, it's very intuitive. It's very easy. Um, not really any spoilers, but this is what happens at the end of the the 30 minutes. You actually don't just die. You fight a whole freaking boss encounter, yeah. um, which is really fun. And there's things you can do during the round to like influence uh, the boss fight itself. So it's fun, man. It's cool. And apparently it is, it is like you look at the way that the achievements and stuff are designed. It is designed as a farming game. Like it is designed to do like the first level a bunch of times. There's achievements that there's no way you'll be able to do in one run on like the first level. Uh, you know, certain things and certain bosses unlock new classes and the classes have completely different feels like like this guy right here, you know, is a, a what a sword and board user. Uh, there's a guy with a freaking flamethrower. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, which is cool. awesome. You can build, do whole builds about, around a bunch that. of classes. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 It's uh, it's a very interesting and fun take on auto shooters. I was going to ask, I, I saw Lyric play this and there was a point where like if too many things got on the screen, his FPS just like plummeted. Did you encounter that? No at issues all? with that. Okay. It might've been a, one. might've been a Lyric thing. I don't know if that was a bug or what, but cool. I think he only has like a 4090. So it's probably related. It probably might. Yeah. You need like a, a better video card than that. Yeah, absolutely. SLI yeah. that shit. You know? Yeah. Gotta get two of them. <laughs> Gotta get two of them. Uh, oh, the other thing I played the, Five seconds. I played the the latest and greatest game, Seven Days to Die. 
<laughs> oh, they didn't just have a big new patch. Yeah, I was playing uh, the experimental twenty one with uh, with the the late shift, uh, and that was fun. Uh, it it's a weird. I, it's weird that that game is like ten years in development or whatever it is, and still in early access. Um, but we've talked about it on the the stream before. I had a good time with it. Um, definitely a fun survival game. I couldn't tell you what the update did and what's different. Uh, cause I had never played it before. So I'm a, I'm a bad resource for that, but it did just have a new update. I think it, I think it's 20 or 21, something like that, but it was a good time. Uh, always a good time playing with the, the late shift crew, Burke and, and, uh, Max gassy Mexican and cream and all those folks. So I think that's it. <clears throat> I think that's the show. I think we're done. I think oh, yeah. We can wrap it up. Appreciate the two of you joining us on a Tuesday, uh, here in the middle of the week. We'll do another show Sunday, most likely. I don't see why we wouldn't. Um, probably be talking a lot of Final Fantasy 16 and then cover any of the other stuff that we uh, did not discuss today, which honestly was a lot because we spent about 90 minutes or so on uh, industry stuff. And yep. surely nothing will happen between now and Sunday that will be. <laughs> there's nothing coming that we know of. Uh, but hey, you never know. Ever? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows what can happen between now and then? We'll see. Let's do some shout outs and uh, we'll call it a show. Zeke, what do you got going on? Yo, what's up, everybody? Thank you guys for watching. Thank you to Co and JP for being my co host on this Dropped Frames every week that we do it. Uh, my name is Ezekiel30. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. You can also use your Prime subs on me because I, I, I still get the same split. Wee! So come and use them. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> I will be live right after this. Because uh, I have a promise to keep, and that promise is to the If Then Drawing Winner Cerebral Onion. I will be playing their pick of Red the Red Strings Club um, shortly after this. So if you want to come and check that game out, it's a really cool dark narrative. Um, I think it, in a dystopian world. I know that's pretty vague, but... <laughs> uh, I played a little bit of it. I played like an hour and change of it like a while ago when it came out. So And it looked really cool. I just it was on an indie day, so you have to switch, but I'm looking forward to, to checking it out again. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'll be playing today. Tomorrow, I will be on the twitch.tv slash Xbox channel playing, oh, shit, playing Lies of P uh, on their channel, and then uh, switching back after that to my own channel. So, that's what's coming up for the next couple of days for me. Thanks for watching. Awesome stuff. Co, what do you got going oh, yeah. on? Hi. My name is Ko, for those that do not know me. Hello. Big thanks, as always, to JP and Zeke. Next few days are going to be a lot more demos. Uh, I'll, we've got Final Fantasy 16 coming pr pretty much as soon as I can get my hands on it, whenever that is. Uh, we also have more stuff coming up this weekend. And um, just we're, we're in total game mode right now. And probably, probably tons and tons of demos, as these have been a lot of fun. And uh, it's been great. I'll be back on tonight on twitch.tv slash Ko probably more demos maybe something else i don't know and uh hope to see you there should be a lot of fun thanks for watching awesome stuff hi uh i will not be on air after today because i just streamed for 20 days straight and i'm a little tired <laughs> but i'll be back tomorrow uh we've got i think a sponsored stream i think that's happening tomorrow at 5 or 6 p.m eastern Co. let me know if you do play that tomorrow for warhaven um yeah and zeke as well uh that'll be at uh I think, oh no, I said 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern tomorrow for me. So that's that's right around when you start your, your night stream, Co. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, just let me know. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff content-wise coming up that uh, we're all goals. We've got uh, Dikea 4 is happening. Uh, Crindor will be doing that. Uh, a fandom episode for Warhammer 40K or Warhammer Fantasy. We're not sure, Co. if you're free, your name got thrown around for that. We'll, we'll have a conversation. Okay. I'm sure Burke yeah, will we'll be talk. involved in some way. Uh, we got Community Week, which is uh, an idea I stole from Zeke. That'll be a thing. We'll get that poll up. It'll probably be July, maybe August for all that. We got a bunch of stuff planned. Uh, Whiskey Sweet episodes. We're going to fly uh, Gassy Mexican and Beth up here and do a uh, do a Whiskey Sweet cooking stream with them. Bunch of stuff uh, coming up on the channel uh, since all of those uh, those goals were met. So that's what I got going on. And then this week, Final Fantasy is probably the next thing on uh, Thursday, I think, for me, uh, along with everyone else. That's it. Thanks for watching Drop Frames. We will see you all Sunday for another episode. All right? We're out of here. Have a good one. Bye-bye.